Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 116 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the table from me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. Ben, how are you doing? I am doing great this week, Franny. Pretty, you know, pretty fair week, I would say. Mm-hmm. Not too difficult, not too That's easy. Shocking. That's shocking, Ben. It's usually a long yeah. week. I mean, this week was actually not that bad. How about you? Uh, this week for me, Ben, it actually, I don't know, it kind of dragged. It felt like I worked six days, even though I only worked five days, but I'm excited to be on the podcast. We're coming on the podcast a little bit earlier tonight. We did brew our fourth beer, our fourth round Saison. Uh, so that does take a few hours, you know, to brew a beer. And, uh, you know, this is, like I said, it's our fourth one. We, our first one was the IPA. Our second was a Hefeweizen. We also brewed an American cream ale and now we're on to the Saison. The next one. We'll see what it, you know, we'll think about that one. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do next, but a different style of beer. But Ben, did you have fun? I did. I mean, it is amazing uh, to brew your own beer, especially when you have the proper equipment. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a lot of fun to learn how a beer is, in fact, made from, you know, the wart all the way through the fermentation period, all the way through the bottling. Uh, But the smell, the aroma of the grain, the aroma of... Of the hops. I mean, it's just so beautiful. It smells like fresh bread, and then you add those hops, and that hoppy, uh, the flavors really come through, the scent. I mean, it's all, I mean, your entire backyard smelled like hops. Oh, it it was beautiful. The the Anheuser Busch plant. Yeah, it was beautiful. Not too far from here. Yeah, and hats off to Frane uh, for getting us started on this. He got all, he purchased all of the equipment from a company called Northern Brewer, if Mm, I'm not mistaken. Northern Brewer. Uh, They have a great, uh, I mean, a great selection of equipment uh-huh. as well as beers, but hats off to Friday for getting us moving. Service. Great customer service, too. I mean, you know, they're they, if you go to their website, they have everything you need to brew your own beer, different styles of beer, different ingredients. I mean, you can basically buy anything from them. If, you're, if you want to get started in brewing beer, just go to Northern Brewer and, uh, I mean, their customer service, hats off to them. They forgot to add uh, the mesh bag for the grains. Uh, and they apologized and they sent out a, like a nice little beer mug to me uh, with their label on it and everything. I mean, they, they do an excellent job. You know, there's always somebody available to speak to if you have any questions um, from Northern Brewer. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And we look forward. A lot. About- I mean, everywhere you go now. Yeah. Like you go to a store, there's nobody to help you. No, it's nobody. Not- they don't care. <laughs> did you check like, online? Why are you here? <laughs> why, didn't, why didn't you check <laughs> why online? Why did you show up to our store? Exactly. <laughs> don't you see those vans driving around the neighborhood? That's how you get stuff nowadays. Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I have, and I've been drinking the same bourbon for the last couple of weeks. It is the few. And so I'm drinking the few bourbon with a little bit of uh, Coke and a little bit of club soda. What about you, Ben? I am drinking the beautiful gin that Friday picked up for me last week. Dutch courage, uh, from the beautiful nation or beautiful country of Holland. Uh, it's a dry gin. It's a nice, Nice summer gin. It doesn't have too much of the botanicals, but just enough uh, botanicals to keep your tongue bouncing through the gin and tonic. I've got that mixed up with a little tonic, a little lime, and a little rosemary. And it is a beautiful, beautiful gin, especially as the weather turns a little bit warmer. 
Friday yeah, today still wasn't as warm as I would li- have liked yeah. it to be. Honest. Well, it's, it's never as warm as you would yeah. like. <laughs> it's got to be in that nice Hawaii range between like seventy five and, and eighty five. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. That's my favorite. Yeah, right I know, there. I know. Friday, what are we going to talk about in this busy week of NFL news? It has been a very busy week. Not for the, the Eagles and not for the Steelers. Yeah, no, it's been a very slow week for both of our teams and even for the Seahawks as well. Well, we uh, waved goodbye a lot. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we said goodbye to a lot of players. Uh, but uh, we have the NFL news. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We also have our feel-good story, which has made a return for the last uh, few weeks on the podcast ever since the season has ended, and I can't wait. Last week we had Aaron Rodgers. This week I'm not sure Hard to we top have. that. Yeah, I know. You can't top Aaron Rodgers when it comes to me. And we also have our shot of the week, which is inspired by the first day of spring, which is either today or tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure when, but it's called the Spring Loaded Signing Period Shot. And we also have our distillery history. We're going to talk a little bit about Lefroig. Oh, Kilkeman tonight. Oh, is it, oh okay. Yep. Oh, is that, oh, Kilkeman? I made oh, the okay. mistake. I was going to say, that looks yep. familiar. That looks familiar. Yeah. I thought we were talking <laughs> about Lefroig He'll make fun week. of me. He'll make fun of me but during Kilkeman? the break. Yeah, but I can't. I mean, we've tried, uh, what, one offering so far from Kilkeman or two yep. offerings? I think one. it was that one, yeah, because I lost that bet and, and we got that bottle of uh, the Kilkeman. That's why I can't wait for the season to start again, so I get some more bottles you know, of Isla. I, I, I think I'm going to stop betting. <laughs> Against you, Ben. Uh, it seems like you know what you're doing. You're, you have a little more experience than I do. And uh, we also have our beverage of the night from California, from Lost Republic. It is their bourbon. And it's a beautiful little stubby little bottle. And I uh, can't wait to try that. We also have our beer or beers of the night. Uh, one of our beers that we're going to be trying is from Made West right up the road in, I believe it's in Ventura. Yep. Uh, it's a brewery up there. And it is one of their IPAs. We were supposed to try it on the show last. We completely forgot about it. Uh, you know, a buddy from work got that for me. So I uh, can't wait to try that. And also, we're going to have another beer tonight. It is from Knee Deep Brewing Company. It is the Lupulin River. Uh, it is an imperial uh, IPA, and it has some very high ratings. Looks like it won uh, an award back in 2017, a silver medal. So that, I can't wait to try that as well. And we also have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, friend. What's first up on the big board? First up, Ben, on the big board. NFL news. Oh, can you believe it? We are finally into the new league year and things are happening fast and furious. Uh, But we'll start out with a story that has become a non-story after being a huge story the last few weeks. Russell Wilson is staying. I was hoping. I was hoping this week we could talk about Pete Carroll not making a bad decision. Uh, But Andy Dalton signed to be the Chicago Bears starting quarterback this past week. And the marriage, however, came only after the club struck out on a big deal. The Bears took a swing at acquiring star quarterback Russell Wilson in a would-be blockbuster trade with the Seattle Seahawks. But Chicago came up empty. NFL insider Ian Rappaport reported this past Wednesday... The Bears GM Ryan Pace and Seahawks GM John Snyder met in Fargo, North Dakota, presumably after attending Trey Lance's Pro Day and discussed a potential swap for the discontented QB. They talked. Offers were exchanged, Rappaport said. The Bears certainly made a big offer, multiple first-round picks. The Seahawks slept on it. They discussed it yesterday or a few days ago. They decided, specifically Pete Carroll, age 70, that he does not want to rebuild and declared we are not trading Russell Wilson to the Bears the following day. But, Franny, it was a huge offer. That was Three firsts and some seconds and some thirds. Or, and some defensive players or whatever yep. it was. I mean, it was a huge deal. And if I'm the Seahawks, why I would, not I take I that have, deal? I, I might have pulled the trigger on that they one. They could have signed Andy Dalton. Yeah, exactly. But, I, but at the same time, what the hell does Russell Wilson want? 
<laughs> you know, like they give up all these players, all these picks and everything. So he's going to a depleted team. They have to completely gut the team in order to get him. What does he think is going to happen? They're going to magically win games and, and go to the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, you have to give up a lot to get him. But for some reason, he wants to leave the Seahawks where he's had it pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, he's very easy. Signed and a couple Chris, of large Chris contracts. Carson's coming back. Yeah, Chris Carson's coming back. You know, so, you know, just fix, you know, bolster that offensive line and you're good to go. That's basically all he needs to do. I mean, yeah. we, we've been saying that for years now. Yep. It sounds easier than it is, but that's all they need, basically. Yeah. I mean, essentially, Pete Carroll saved Russell Wilson from himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he allowed Russell Wilson to, to stay with a better team, a team that can build moving forward. They picked up an offensive lineman. In free agency, they're going to have to pick up some uh, players to buttress that offensive line in the draft. But Russell Wilson was saved from himself. A PR disaster for the Seattle Seahawks quarterback and his crew uh, because he doesn't look any better than he did going into this offseason. In fact, he looks like, uh, for lack of a better descriptor, a whiny brat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Chicago, I mean, what 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 would have happened in Chicago exactly with no draft picks for the next you know, I guess they already, uh, they would, it would have been the 2022 through the 2025 first round draft picks. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have had any draft picks in the next four years in the first round. Yeah, there's no lock in. And you're giving away your defensive players. There's no DK Metcalf. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, you have Robinson, but, yeah, you know, that, that's, you know that's what are you going to do? Well, actually, I think they did. They, they didn't franchise him, I think, he, but he didn't sign anywhere yet. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, that I'm not sure. I, th- I thought they did extend him. Uh, oh, maybe they did. Yeah, maybe they did. I thought they did. Oh, yeah, but they I mean, didn't franchise though. him. They extended him. Yeah, but still, though, I mean, you know, the Seahawks are a much better option for him than any other destination he could go to right now because, like I said, you have to get rid of a bunch of, of draft picks, a bunch of players, and then you're basically, you know. Back at well, square maybe, one with a quarterback. Yeah, maybe maybe an 8-8 eight and eight season, possibly. Yeah, you know? I mean, I just don't get it. I, I, I still, to this to this second, don't understand what Russell Wilson mm-hmm. was trying to accomplish yeah. there, unless he was just attempting to strong-arm the team into making the kind of moves that he would like to see them make but what do you think? this offseason. But that, I mean, the Bears? Mm-hmm. I mean, legacy? Yeah. That's not the team I would choose if I was if I was if I really wanted a legacy. They, they, still, they still talk about the '85 Bears. That's how long yeah, it's been. That's how long it's been. It's I mean, been a, maybe go to Miami. You know, you know, maybe go to you know, 36 years. Or Jacksonville. Whatever, yeah. yeah. You know, with a new head coach and a whole bunch of draft picks. But uh, how do you feel about Andy Dalton, former AFC guy? Ah, man, he just. Bend. I mean, he is the very definition of vanilla ice cream and manila wafer cookies in milk he i mean he's just he's just he's just the most bland average quarterback uh he's 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 the very definition of the average quarterback but he's he's an upgrade though i think they've oh, he's an upgrade over over, over Trubisky, Trubisky. for sure and for over sure. over Foles too Foles didn't really uh, well, do we that well we never got to see Foles play a full yeah, season it, it seems like Foles needs to be put in the right situation you know, I mean, like he was with the Eagles. And you mean a getting knocked on your ass, you yeah. know, forty times a game? Jacksonville, he floundered. Chicago, he floundered. So you really have to put him in the right situation with the right coaching staff in order for him to flourish. And you know, Chicago definitely wasn't that place. No quarterbacks really flourish in Chicago. Um, but there's been some rumors that he might come back to the Eagles. There was some rumors that would there's be nice talk as a backup. About, as as a backup, um, you know, maybe a potential starter. You know, I'm not sure. You know, obviously, I want to see Jalen Hurts play, um, but you I'd know, be I'm, all sure, for I'm it. sure they would uh, they would battle it battle it out and and see uh, you know who the starter would be this upcoming season. But I wouldn't mind Foles coming back and and you know wearing the green uniform once again. I mean, he's still you know he can still play. He's a good backup. I mean, you know, like, oh for he's, sure, he's he's a freaking Super Bowl MVP. I mean, exactly, come on. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know what Russell Wilson was thinking there. He didn't watch last season. 
when Nick Foles was in, in those games. Uh, they refused to change the game plan, and Nick Foles, even Nick Foles, the quiet, understated Nick Foles was complaining that he was getting whacked around too much because the offensive game plan was terrible mm-hmm. in terms of getting him some protection and not getting the ball out fast God enough. God bless Nick Foles. God bless. Yeah. I mean, you guys got a world or a Super Bowl more recently in time than we have on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Chicago Bears. Steelers. And the Chicago Bears. <laughs> you ready to move on, Franny? Uh, let's move on, Ben. All right. Next up, Joe Thune and Trent Williams, the offensive linemen, are on the move. The Kansas City Chiefs and free agent offensive lineman Joe Thune, formerly of the Patriots, have agreed to a five-year deal. His agent, Mike McCarthy, said Monday the deal is worth $80 million. The first two years fully guaranteed at $32.5 million. Thune, a previous standout for the Patriots, gives the Chiefs O-line an immediate boost in the wake of the team's loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when Mahomes got smacked around for 60 full minutes in that game. In return, the Patriots are adding ex-Philadelphia Eagles defensive back Jalen Mills on a four-year $24 million deal, $9 million guaranteed. According to Ian Rappaport, Trent Williams and the San Francisco 49ers have reached a six-year, $138 million deal that will make him the highest-paid offensive lineman in NFL history. The deal has $55.1 million in guaranteed money. Williams Agency Elite Loyalty Sports tweeted it out this earlier this week. The contract also includes $30.1 million signing bonus. I had to throw Jalen Mills hey, in there just to stick the knife someone, in a little bit. Someone has to protect Jimmy GQ. But what do you think? Because I mean, that's, like that's a crazy contract. That is a that is a large contract, but that is an important position in football. I mean, the, the entire offensive line. Yeah, but that's is where you're going to spend your money, though, if you're San Francisco. Well, you haven't had a quarterback since Joe Montana they're not, left. Well, they're not they're not wasting their money on a quarterback right now. I mean, still Jimmy GQ is on a pretty decent contract. When he signed his contract years ago, we thought it was a lot of money. It is, but when you look at the contracts now, these crazy contracts. I mean, Dak Prescott signing Mahomes, signing a half a billion dollar contract. Um, you know, what's this? Uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, has a huge contract himself. Um, so, I mean, they're not, spending their, something. they're not spending their money elsewhere. So, hey, why not protect the quarterback they currently have under center? That's yeah, a lot of money to spend to protect Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, you know, he wants to protect his pretty face. You know? I know. I mean, if I were San Francisco, I would have made a move to, to bring in a quarterback this offseason. I mean, obviously, you need. I'm sure, maybe you they need, tried. Yeah, you need a tackle. Uh, I'm sure there was probably talks with the Texans yeah. to try to bring in Watson, but, you know, uh, see the Seahawks turned down that huge offer from Chicago. Just imagine what Deshaun Watson, what it would take for Deshaun Watson to move to to the Niners. Uh, like it might four, be worth four, it. Four first round picks. It, I don't know. It might be worth it. I don't I, think Pete Carroll would have accepted any deal. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well. Maybe. I think five. I think five years is the max you can. I mean, five years worth of draft picks is mm-hmm. the most you can trade under the under the rules of the NFL. So I mean, even at five first round draft picks, I think Pete Carroll would have said, "Nah." I'm good. I'd take it. but you know, I would have taken the deal that Chicago <laughs> offered. Uh, but Trent Williams and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs picking up Joe Thune uh, after that debacle in the Super Bowl where Patrick Mahomes was running for his life mm-hmm. with both, ta- both tackles good move. Good move out Kansas of the game. Uh, but that's an, in- I mean, it's interesting to see that much money going to these offensive linemen because we're going to talk about offensive some- linemen don't get enough credit. It's, it's they a don't. boring position. But man, it makes a huge difference when you have a good offensive line protecting your quarterback. Just what, like watching Mahomes, you know, jumping through the air, throwing it sideways to his receivers. Yep. I mean, that, that's what happens when you don't have a good offensive line. You have Russell Wilson running around in circles in the backfield. You have Wentz getting hit seventy times or whatever it is. 
and and losing your starting job and moving to a different city, moving to a different team. So, I mean, those sorts of things happen when you have a bad offensive line. Yeah, I mean, at least, you know, both of these teams were able to do it because Patrick Mahomes renegotiated his contract, uh, you know, saved them about $17 million on the cap next year. And as, as Fran mentioned, the San Francisco 49ers did not have a ton of money by today's standards tied up in there. Uh, I guess be. what they're calling their quarterback, uh, Jimmy looks Garoppolo. Like, it looks like he's going to be the starter. And I don't it, have an issue it, with it, that. It looks like he's have, going to be a starter. That is true. I don't, I don't have an issue with that. You know, I, think, I know. I think he's above average. It, it, just he's, above. He's Dalton-esque. He's just he's above Dalton-esque. average. Dalton-esque. I think he's going to be, look, they went to the Super Bowl with him. You know, uh, I, they did, but he just reminds me, he's like Joe Flacco. Like, how many years are you going to roll Joe Flacco out there? He won a Super Bowl. He did <laughs> win a Super Bowl. That is true. It's not easy. Uh, but Jimmy Look how great G, Breeze. Breeze officially announced one his Super retirement. Bowl. One Super Bowl. One of the greatest ever. When you look at the numbers, one of the greatest ever. Yes. And, and I think that was what, uh, there was some talk that that was what Russell Wilson was <laughs> looking toward, was the fact that Drew Breeze, you know, shorter quarterback, uh, someone that he has, you know, some some things in common with in terms of the struggles that they have to overcome to to get into the NFL and to continue to play at a high level in the NFL. But Drew Brees only winning that one mm-hmm. Super Bowl because of the situation he was in down in New Orleans and Russell Wilson seeing some similarities there, maybe not wanting to spend you know twenty years in Seattle and come away with just that lone Super Bowl well, win. Could have been two. Was yeah. could have should have been <laughs> two. Uh, but getting a little desperate, I think, this year and trying to find a team where he believes yeah. that he could make that happen. Even, but you know the the Jalen uh yeah, what Jaylen about Jalen Mills? Mills? I like Jalen Mills. That's why I wanted I mean, to throw Eagles, that in there. Yeah, I mean the Eagles uh I mean they, they couldn't afford him. I mean the Eagles are really up against the cap. Um so, yeah, do you have any dead money on the cap? <laughs> yeah the, the, quarterback we're, we're dead money for a quarterback that's not on our team anymore. Uh, so that, that's Frank a Reich bit, has a quarterback. A little bit of an issue. Uh, he does. He does. We're paying his quarterback right now, yeah. actually. Um, no, but for Jalen Mills, you know, it's it's a good move for him. Uh, you know, he was never the greatest cornerback, but he was a pretty decent safety. Uh, so I'm sure, you know, it's, it's a good move for, for the Patriots in, in bolstering their secondary with him. Just don't put him out there as a cornerback. Just keep him as a safety. Yeah, I mean, he's not great in man coverage, but, yeah. you know, I like to see. Any kind of move that I can see if I can and, get, know, get a rise hair. out of Franny. Yeah, I think he has, well, he has the green hair, so he's going to have to change the hair to either oh, yeah. you know, to red or blue. And he also has, I think it's a, it's like a green uh, Lamborghini or a Ferrari, something like that. So he's going to have to repaint his car or, or rewrap it or whatever. Yeah, life is tough. It's tough. Life is know? tough when you have to when rewrap a Lamborghini. Your, I know, seriously, Jesus Christ, poor guy. I was going to afford gotta, that. I'm trying to remember, I got to take the garbage out to the curb tomorrow. <laughs> uh, next up, Franny, are you ready to move on? Let's move on then. Next up, Aaron Jones. This came as a little bit of a shock to me. Uh, running back Aaron Jones reached an agreement with the Green Bay Packers on a four-year, $48 million deal, including a $13 million Why signing bonus. Why is it a shocker? The Packers decided not to use their franchise tag before the deadline, uh, but instead signed Jones to a long-term deal. A fifth-round pick by the Packers out of UTEP. In 2017, ranked fourth in the NFL last season with 1,104 rushing yards, despite missing two games with a calf injury. Uh, Friday, no, I was just shocked that the Packers pulled the trigger. I like Aaron Jones. Oh, I think yeah. they need to have a running game. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, poor Aaron Rodgers. I will say that. Poor Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Has not had. I'm surprised that came out of your mouth. Yeah, but he hasn't. He's never had the kind of running game that he deserved in Green Bay. I mean, mm-hmm. he, you know, he had whatever Lacey was there, and yeah. some other guys were there. Maybe but Lacey they, was they, a disappointment. Yeah, but I mean, they've never really had that. They went out and tried that, to get a running yeah. back, but it just didn't. It just it just never worked happen. out. And and it's nice to see them sort of re up uh, on Aaron Jones because I think he's one of the better backs in the league. And I I yeah. I the reason I say I was surprised is because I thought the Packers were going to let him go. Mm-hmm. I oh, thought okay. the Packers were going to move him. Yeah. I mean, you, it's, it, it, yeah, you're actually right about that. Yeah, 
I'm not actually right. I mean, you're right about a lot of things, but, but you're Aaron right about that. But Aaron Rodgers, you're actually right, Brent, for yeah, one time. You're like, right. oh my god. But Aaron Rodgers must have lobbied a little bit on this one. I think. Uh, yeah, probably a little bit. I mean, you, need, you definitely need to run a game with uh, with an older quarterback. Um, Ooh, an older quarterback. He, he, Finally he, admitting he that Drew Brees is in fact a human being and not Aaron, Aaron a Rogers. cyborg or Aaron Rodgers. A Ron. Uh, no, I mean, but he, you know, you could you could see him out there when he when he's um you know when he has to uh, when he has to run he. He's, he's not as fast as he used to be. I mean, he's been injured, you know, a, a few times. Yeah, he didn't take off for the goal line on that fourth he's, down last yeah, year. He's limping a little bit at times, you know. So you got to protect your quarterback, and the one way to do that is either to bolster the offensive line or get a good running game. And you know, that's that's a good that's a good move for uh, for Green Bay. Yeah, I'm glad they did that. I mean, I was I was a little concerned that they were going to let Aaron Jones walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially this year when they could get him for you know what is what is somewhat of a discount at twelve million dollars per AA Ron. Yep, two AA Rons now exactly. Oh boy! Oh, Next man. up, oh, and, is... and we'll go through some of the other uh, other moves a little bit later. Oh, there's a lot of them, but uh, man, this one was depressing. Yep. Bud Dupree and Mike Hilton of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, it's a five year deal for Bud Dupree, eighty two point five million dollars, including thirty five million in guaranteed money, with an average annual salary of sixteen point five million dollars for Bud Dupree down in Tennessee. The Titans' hefty financial commitment to Dupree makes it clear the team is betting big on the six-year veteran to solve their pass-rushing issues. And Steelers' Mike Hilton also out the door, a four-year deal with the Cincinnati Bengals Ooh. along with some other players. Oh, but Mike man. Hilton is a solid, yeah, he is a solid defensive back. An solid divisional team, I mean, God. And he's Let solid. go elsewhere, but not the Bengals. Yeah, and there's the a places. couple other Steelers that went to the Bengals as well. But what do you think uh, about that Dupree deal? I mean, well, that's that's a hefty price tag for a guy that's that had one really solid year uh-huh. followed up by a you know, a, a solid year before he got hurt. Yeah. And, but he and, had the first three years of his career were a little sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, uh, you know, obviously there's some potential there uh, for Bud Dupree. And, and we so talked sad. about it. We so talked sad. about it, you know, multiple times on the podcast. How are you going to be able to keep these guys, you know, with Watt and Dupree? Apparently not. Um, you know, Watt, you're, you, he's still on the team. But as far as Dupree, I mean, that was a good tandem, a good duo to have so right nice. there on the edge. But uh, with Bud Dupree leaving... You're going to have to find somebody else in the draft, probably, Ben. Yep, and Devin Bush is going to have to step up next year. Mm-hmm. Devin, you know, get to pra- get, get get in the gym, do what you got to do. But it was really sad. It's always sad when you watch a guy come up through the draft and improve yeah. to the level that, that Bud Dupree was able to improve to. Well, it's like, it's and, like, then, and then you just, and you see them leave. Yeah. Well, it's like Brandon because Graham. Because of I mean, a Brandon stupid Graham, salary cap. Brandon Graham, uh, he struggled early in his career and, and uh, it looked like it was a lost, a lost draft pick with, uh, with Graham, but you know, he showed up later in his career. So, you know, I'm sure, um, you know, they're thinking the same thing about Bud Dupree too. You know, I mean, he's, he's shown the potential later in his career. Now he's grown into his position. And uh, so it's a good move. I mean, not for the Steelers though. Yeah. But, and well, and know, we might end up facing him with Tennessee. See um, if we're able to eke our way into the playoffs after losing Villanueva, after losing Filer, after losing Bud Dupree, after losing Mike Hilton, after we're about to lose Stephen Jackson or Stephen Nelson. List. That's a long list of players that are no longer with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Although maybe Juju coming back for eight Man. million dollars is something. Well, that's a good. That's I don't know if we're going to talk about that. Uh, we might we well, yeah, okay, Juju. We, what do you think about well, Juju well, coming back for eight mil? Uh, I think it's a great move for the Steelers. You know, he's, he's uh, you know last year he was it was okay. You know, even the year before that. You know, because of the uh, the quarterback situation and and uh, you know flopping back and forth between you know Duck Hodges and um, and Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. You know, I mean, I mean, you can't really thrive in that sort of offense when your quarterback on, just Duck can't Hodges, throw the ball man. down the field. Duck 
Hodges. <laughs> I have the jersey. I, I don't do. buy a jersey from just yeah. anyone. No, no. But the duck for sure. Yes, Ben. <laughs> poorly, very poor, poorly spent money there. Well, I mean, you might want to sell it back to him. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe if you put it on eBay, he'll buy it back from you. Yeah, maybe, you're you're yeah, probably I'm the gonna, only person that bought it. I'm going to take a picture of it, put it out as an <laughs> NFT. It'll be the only live picture of a Duck Hodges jersey in existence. It'll right. probably be worth something. No, but I think it's a good signing um, You know, for the Steelers. He's a solid wide receiver and with Ben Roethlisberger still at the helm, you know, he's still able to toss the ball around. Uh, you know, he's still capable of throwing up four or five thousand yards for the season. And I think Juju is a great weapon for him to have. You know, you got Claypool, you know, Washington I'm sure is still there too. Yep. But uh, you know, James Juju, Washington. I was impressed with Juju a couple years ago, but he's fallen off just a little bit. If he can get back to the level that he was just a few years back, um that it's a it's a great move, especially for a uh, you know wide receiver of his caliber for eight million dollars willing to come back and yeah, he did take a pay cut. Too. Yeah, I mean, or was, I'm, I'm there, sure. or was there not that much of a market for him? See, I mean, Will Fuller signed for what for ten million down in uh, yeah, but I mean, down know, in Miami. And I think you know Will Fuller. That's that's actually more impressive that Will Fuller got that much money, and Juju Smith only signed for eight million. I think Juju Smith Schuster is a better, healthier receiver than Will Fuller. Will Fuller's injured yeah. half the season every bigger, single season, stronger, bigger, stronger, taller. and he's great at TikTok. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely he'll he'll be a hit. none of that this year. Uh, but what do you think? Of, I mean, do you think he's just calculating that he believes if he has a good year this year, where the Steelers will likely throw the ball a lot again, uh, yeah. uh, that he'll that he'll cash in. He might. He'll cash in the year after next. He, 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 he was might. looking for fifteen million for he was looking for sixty million for four years, yeah, give or take, mm -hmm. and he ends up with eight million dollars on a one year contract. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, for the Steelers, it's a great move for him. I I think he he probably could have uh, landed elsewhere for maybe ten million. I mean, not much more, but still. yeah, I'm just, I was shocked. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was shocked no, so that he was I, when I saw that news, I was pretty shocked myself. I'm thinking he probably didn't get the kind of long-term offer yeah. that he was looking for. And he figured, you know, mm -hmm. stay with the, maybe stay with more, the, stay with the girl who brought you to the dance, at least more, for one more year, a little more professionalism on his part, this upcoming season, yeah. not as much TikToking, you know, dancing on the other team's logo. That's kind of the thing you don't want to see un unless you're one of the best receivers in the league, which, yeah. which he is not. No. But, uh, you know, I mean, you can get away with that if you're some other guys, but him, yeah. not so much. Antonio Brown probably back with the Bucks. I don't know if that got announced, but I'm guessing it did, and I probably missed it. Uh, but next up, more bad news for the AFC. The New England Patriots went to Whole Foods. They didn't go to Food for Less. They didn't go to Ralph's. They didn't go to the Piggly Wiggly. They didn't go to Wayne Dixie. They went to Whole Foods and bought up everything uh, in the middle aisle. Uh, the Patriots are signing receiver Kendrick Bourne to a three-year $22.5 million deal. Uh, Mark Daniels of the Providence Journal reports uh, the 25-year-old is coming off the best season of his career with 49 receptions and 667 yards. Uh, the New England Patriots also agreed to terms with Frane's favorite receiver, Nelson. Don't call me a Raider. Aguilar on a two-year... He was pretty good with the Raiders. Two-year $26 million and Juju got eight. And the Patriots give Nelson Aguilar, $26 million over two years. Hey, Nelson Aguilar had a better season. He had though. a good year. Uh, the Patriots and Chargers tight end Hunter Henry agreed to a three-year deal worth $37.5 million, including, including $25 million in guarantees. Henry can catch. He can run all the routes out there and block in the running game. And Tennessee Titans tight end John and Smith. And if you act now, <laughs> you, could, you, you could act now. You get John Smith for $31.25 million. You get one tight end. 
You get another one, half yeah. price. But this is funky. I mean, this is crazy. $50 million deal, 31.25 guaranteed over four years. Uh, $12.5 million average is in Smith's deal is the second most the Patriots have given to a free agent in the last 10 years behind cornerback Stefan Gilmore's deal in 2017, which averaged $13 million per. But what do you think about, and this is just some of what the Patriots yeah, have done, but Hunter Henry, you know, and and John U. Smith, and Nelson Aguilar, yeah. and uh, Kendrick Bourne, all in the early part of the yeah. week. Friday, yeah. what say you no, about I mean, Bill Belichick. the New England Patriots, you know, <laughs> spending spree? $80 Bill, million dollars in free agent yeah, signings Bill Belichick. Week. Bill Belichick just saw Tom Brady hoist another trophy, and he said, hold my beer. <laughs> I'm going to match this motherfucker. I'm going to win. On my own, without Tom Brady. I mean, I still don't Apparently. think this, I still don't think this is enough to do it. But still, I, think I mean, salary cap space is a beautiful thing. It is. It is, and 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 uh, you know, to have a, a a tight end duo or a tight end tandem Crazy. like this is like having Gronk and Aaron Hernandez like back in the day, or like you know. Zach Ertz and uh, Dallas Goddard back in today. (laughs) 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 Or what could it? Well, Well, they're they're shopping Ertz. They're shopping shopping him around. Doesn't seem like Ertz is very happy with his current situation in Philly. Uh, But there's a lot of players that weren't happy with their situation in Philly. Uh, But no, these are these are some great moves for the Patriots. I mean, they saw you know where they finished this past season in the division. You know, Buffalo has. Definitely, you know, elevated their yeah, game. They got Miami, Mitchell Trubisky. Come on now. Miami's looking good. You know, with the Jets, if they win a couple more games, you know, they're moving the right direction. <laughs> we'll see. <you. laughs> that is the most generous thing. I, if you win a couple more games, you're moving That's, in the right direction. Hey, if you win a couple That's more, That's something you say to a, a sixth grader reading at a second grader's level. Yeah. I mean, that is like you're, you're doing okay, Johnny. You're doing, you're doing, you're good. doing okay, yeah. Johnny. If you could just get through, Doctor. You know, if you could just get through green eggs and ham tonight, uh, you know, you're moving in the right direction. I know you're, you're eleven. <laughs> But that's basically what the, where the Jets are right now. But, you know, you just know what's going to happen next season with the draft and everything. And, you know, what kind of quarterback they're going to end up with if they stick with the current quarterback. But, uh, um, poor Cam. Not getting, yeah, any, well, not getting any love I mean, from you. Well, I, you know, I, look, Cam started the season well. He finished it okay. You know, I, I, I still don't know if they have what it takes to, you know, take that division. But it's still, you know, some great moves, uh, you know, made by the New England Patriots. And uh, Bill Belichick, he doesn't like losing, and it's obvious. But look at that, man. Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Man. I mean, that tight end combo with the offensive line that they've got. Yeah. If you have just one of those guys, you have a really good yeah. fucking tight end. I mean, the Steelers, are, can't, we, can't, we can't. Well, Ebron was pretty good. Yeah, Ebron, Ebron, he dropped a couple of passes. Oh, wow. Season I mean, that and Nelson Aguilar. That's a lot. Yeah. 13 million per for Nelson Aguilar, who the Eagles essentially threw into the, the dustbin of yeah. history. And was, you know, somehow resuscitated unlike by Aguilar, like <laughs> Aguilar, who can't catch a baby out a window. Uh, but I mean, uh, that shocks me that he went to the he went to the to the Raiders. He had hey, a good he year. Was, he was he Butterfingers. Had a good year. He was Butterfingers yeah. Aguilar right there for the Eagles. Oh, that especially last season. in that playoff game. Yeah. Oh, my. I mean, God. But in, during the season, I'm still pissed off that he dropped that pass against Detroit in week two or three or whatever it was. I can't believe he dropped that shit. But I man, can't he cashed it. in. He cashed yeah, in. He did. Derek, I mean, Derek Carr. He needs to buy yeah. Derek Carr something. Yeah, no, maybe I mean, no, a new Aguilar, Aguilar is still for his Lamborghini. As long as he watches the football into his hands, as long as he he watch it, he guides it into his hands. He's okay. But I mean, it looks like he was looking down the field before he was catching shit in in Philadelphia. So he's learned to catch the ball, and he's got speed. He's got a lot of speed. He's always had a lot of speed. Um, so it's it's you know it's a good signing for the Patriots. But it's a lot of money for Nelson Aguilar. It yeah, really it is. is. It's a lot but of money. He, but for they him. got a huge number on cap. I mean, the, the all Tom Brady's money's off the cap. It is. It is. They have a lot of money to spend, and they have a draft pick that they could potentially pick up a quarterback to back up Cam Newton and mm-hmm. potentially be the starter yeah, this Newton, year because they're Cam picking Newton, pretty early this year. Cam Newton really 
he needs to get healthy. Even last year, he didn't look 100% healthy. You know, then he got COVID and then he came back. He didn't look healthy. Uh, but he he just, I mean, his arm strength doesn't look like it's still there. Physica- no, his, his physical abilities are still there. He can still run the ball. But just throwing the ball down the field, it looks like there's something wrong with that shoulder. You know, a few yeah. years back when he got when he got traded from the Panthers, yeah, I mean, his, his mechanics like were always bad, and they mechanics. always they always use too much. I mean, create too much torque on his upper body. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's that's gonna be an issue. Uh, and you know, like you said, we'll see what they do in the draft with uh, you know with the quarterbacks. But wow, I mean, that is something. I mean, it's gonna be fun to watch. This is gonna be a smash. I mean, a smash mouth. This is gonna be Pete Carroll's dream in New England. They're just gonna be running the ball down people's throats, uh, working with those tight ends in the blocking game, getting the ball out quick to those tight ends, and running over people. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a an interesting. Uh, yeah. Team to Belichick watch. Loves those tight ends. Uh, you, they got two of them. Yeah, two, <laughs> for the for solid, two solid tight ends. Tight ends. Back to the Gronk and Hernandez days. Uh, next up, not to be outdone, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Moments after Monday's free agent negotiating period opened, the reigning Super Bowl champs and star pass rusher Shaq Barrett, who I didn't think they were going to be able to resign. Uh, agreed to a four-year deal worth $72 million. That includes $36 million in fully guaranteed money, according to the worst agent in sports, Drew Rosenhaus. Uh, also, the tight end uh, is running it back with the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one-year deal uh, worth $10 million. Rob Gronkowski signed a $10 million contract, $8 million with potential to earn $10 million. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Bucks were able to re-up Shaq Barrett Probably uh, one of my favorite defensive linemen mm-hmm. in the entire league. As talented a defensive lineman as you are going to find yeah. out there in the league. And they were able to lock him up and bring him back. Many thought he was going to look for a huge, bigger payday somewhere else. But he's back, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are as strong as they were last year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just happy to see Gronkowski back. I well, he see, wasn't I going anywhere, man. No, I, he I, loves I, Tom Brady. I, I, I mean, he follows him everywhere. If yeah. Tom Brady, like... He, Packed his bags and left to another city, to another team. He would follow him over there. You go to the Lions, they're best, they're Detroit. Best, they're best buddies. You replace a Jared Goff. I'm with you, buddy. I'm gonna go. Yeah, but let's if go you, play in the Motor like, City. It's like me and you, Ben. If you move to a different city, I'm going. I don't care. Oh, don't don't <laughs> test me. I might do that. I'm packing my shit and I'm going. <laughs> All right, we're. Uh, let me think about where I'd like to go. Maybe Chicago. Chicago. That's cold. That's cold. Let's, right, let's pick, a, pick a warm city. All right. You know, San Diego. Let's just pack up and move down the road. San Diego, or maybe somewhere in the in the mid Atlantic. Maybe like North Carolina or Virginia. You get that warm weather. Yeah, but even Virginia, it's cold. it's cold in the winter in Virginia. It's not that cold. Florida, the dirty, uh, dirty. dirty. Let's I, move to the dirty. You live like a king in Florida. Go, go to Miami. If we could telework in Florida, you, I mean, you, I mean that that's a pretty good living. Bet that's not bad. I mean, you, you can know? get a house on the beach in Florida. You don't have to go anywhere to retire. You just retire there. You're already there. Buy a golf cart. <laughs> and alligator repellent. Exactly. A, just a little bit. But no, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, obviously, the Shaquille Barrett, uh, that's a good signing. But Rob Gronkowski, love that guy, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm psyched. I mean, I, I mean, I obviously, Steelers got to get to the Super Bowl to face them. But to see that the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are loaded up. Uh, as good, if not better, than they were. They're, they may still have some money to bring in and Damakin Su back Su? into the fold as well. Su? Although he doesn't like I said, Su. <laughs> I said Su. He may be back also, although, you know, we'll go through some uh, some teams after we get done with these. Uh, but Friday, you ready to move on? Let's move on. Ah, next up, Kenny Galladay. The New York Giants have signed former Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay to a four-year juju-like deal that he wanted, $72 million, according to Josina Anderson of ESPN. Uh, What do you think about that? A four-year, $72 million contract for Kenny Galladay and poor Juju's out there with his $8 million deal. 
It is a good move for New York, unfortunately. It is a good move for New York. <laughs> it is a good move, unfortunately. Uh, this is I, a solid move. You know, I, don't um, usually say, I don't usually say a lot of negative we'll things. We'll be talking about how to make a wreath for your door <laughs> uh, out of uh, items that you find on your walk through the forest when we return. Uh, thank you, uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, for your gifts of juniper are, and holly. Are you done yet? Yes, okay. I'm done. <laughs> I was going to see how long you were going to go with that. I could go for a while. <laughs> you're, you're pretty good at that. We should, we should do a different. We should do a, a different podcast. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good that's move, a, uh, uh, Dave Gettleman. Uh, good job. Good job, sir. No, it is. I mean, look, Galladay is a good receiver. He was, a, you know, he was a good receiver in Detroit, and you know, it's it's a huge loss for Detroit. Now they don't have Galladay. They don't have Matthew Stafford. How is Jared Goff now. supposed to win the division I, now? I, I have no idea. I don't know. But I mean, Galladay going to our division now. Uh, you know, I mean, New York. Almost won the division last year. You know, the the Eagles are sort of... Uh, I'm not sure what to expect from the Eagles. You know, the Washington football team, they're probably going to be pretty bad this, this season. Oh, so it's, Ryan it's, Fitzpatrick back in know, Washington. So you're, you're battling for the division in a bad division, and Galladay just might, you know, take him over the hump. I, I really do think he's that good of a receiver that he can oh, make he's, a difference. I, I love Kenny Galladay. Yeah. yeah, I think he's... I mean, he may... I mean, I, I think they were they wanted to give a receiver like this mm-hmm. uh, to uh, Daniel Jones so Daniel Jones could ultimately show, mm-hmm. you know, whether he is, you know, cut out for prime time long-term or not. Uh, but he, des- he, is, he deserved but I, an know, opportunity to at least have a competitive offense. They'll have... Uh, uh, what's his name? The running back, whose name escapes me now. God, his legs are like tree trunks. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was hurt most Bar- of the uh, last Barkley. Year. Oh, yeah. Is it Bar- uh, Saquon, Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. You know, he'll have Barkley, decent offensive line. Ends, like, once the season ends, we'll have the names written down in front of us. Exactly. Completely out of my mind. But we know who the Barkley and Galladay, and they've got a decent tight end over there as well. I think this will be make it or break it. trying, you know, like, yeah, I think it's a make it or break it year for him. I mean, because he's... To me, it looks like he's a great long-term backup quarterback. He doesn't look like a starter to me just yet. Um, looks like but, looks like Mason Rudolph out there sometimes with better yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, because he can a, move. He's a, he's a little faster. He's, he's he's a fast dude, but um, you know, just accuracy. He has his accuracy accuracy issues, and uh, you know, this is a great target for him to have on the field on this team in this division that's been struggling mightily for a few years. Yeah, for sure. Next up. Uh, next up. Uh... Another wide receiver. Huh. Uh, sign. Uh, next up, Corey Davis and Carl Lawson uh, off to the like New York Jets. Former first-round pick Corey Davis hauled in the best season of his career in 2020 with the Tennessee Titans and the New York Jets are banking on that production continuing. Davis is departing Tennessee and heading to the Big Apple as the fifth overall pick of the 2017 draft NFL uh, NFL draft. And the Jets have agreed to terms to the three-year $37.5 million new contract that includes $27 million in fully guaranteed money. The New York Jets also made their second major addition of NFL's negotiating window, agreeing to terms with former Cincinnati Bengals pass rusher Carl Lawson, Jack Brown of the score reports. Uh, this, according to Ian Rapport as well, Lawson is reportedly receiving a three-year deal worth up to $47.4 million with $30 million guaranteed. But what do you think about Corey Davis and Carl Lawson heading off to the New York Jets, as you said before? Like I said, oh, they, just might, a couple more games, they might know? win a couple more games. Uh, Andy Dalton. No, but Corey uh, Davis. Corey Davis, strong wide receiver. He's going to show us his uh, <laughs> how to make his famous uh, bread, his, his, his Christmas bread. Uh, okay, okay, I'm done. Okay. Are you, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I'm not going to let you live that one down. <laughs> yeah. Why? I mean, well, that, that's where the Jets are right now. <laughs> Just the that's way you exactly said it. That's exactly where the way they you are right it. now. Uh, it's, it's sweaty, sweaty wide receivers. It's, it's, it's um, Who's the slow kid on The Simpsons? 
What's his name? Oh, Ralph? Ralph. It's like Ralph. The Jets are Ralph right now. <laughs> the Jets it's are like, Ralph. That's where they are at this moment uh, in their history. And Russell Wilson is Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you think? I mean, this is. I mean, I mean, he's an awesome receiver, Corey Davis. No, he's 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 a he's a strong wide receiver. I don't I don't know if he's a a wide receiver one, but he's he's like a one. But he's a beast out there. One and a half, two. He's he's somewhere on there. But like you said, he's he's a beast. He's a really big, strong wide receiver. You know, it's a great pickup. All right, and what do you think? And Carl Lawson as well. I mean, that's it, the Jets. Are, I mean, you're you know, really high they, on the Jets, Ben. I mean, you think the Jets are going to go to the this Super is the Bowl year. Like every this year. is the year. That's what you say every year. <laughs> this that's is what the Jets year. fans say every year. Yeah, but you're going to get to see a little bit more of um, Sam Darnold this year with a better receiving core and an upgraded defense. I think the Jets could win eight or nine games this year. Oh my God! I do. I think they could win eight <laughs> or nine games this year. I think the over under is probably going to be from, about five from two games. To eight or nine? Yep, I think they're going to. I think the over under is probably going to be around five and a half or six. Well, they're uh, going to draft a quarterback probably at number two. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, I mean, if they don't, do, draft do you think they might trade Sam Darnold? I wouldn't mind it. Well, I think they would. I think they would either trade Sam Darnold and if, or, or, this or they're going to trade the pick. Or is this make and break it right here? Like, oh, it's got to be make and break it right you here. Know, we give you Corey Davis <laughs> one target. Um, you know, we've had you for a few years. We haven't really built anything around nope. you, but this this one year, this one uh, year, you yeah, better Frank show Gore. us. I mean, what more do you want? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Frank Gore, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was he was the best offensive player on the team last year. <laughs> That's actually, he, he was sadly he was that is I mean good for him. But I, I mean, mean he won their si- he won their singular game for them or the first win of their of the season. It was essentially on his back. That's true, too. All right, Friday. Sad when a 40-year-old running back needs to win a game for you. <laughs> Are you ready to move on? Uh, yes, let's move on. This is finally some good news for me. <laughs> A.J. Green, the Arizona Cardinals have signed former Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green on a one-year $8 million contract, according to the team. Friday, what say you about A.J. Green? Only getting an eight. Ooh, what are you opening over there? I'm just actually opening, Ben, because we haven't said anything negative about any teams in our division oh, that's for true. our drinking game agreement. Fuck the Bengals. Fuck the yeah. Bengals for signing Mike Hilton. <laughs> and, and I also said a couple of negative things about, well, not really about New York, but, you know, you know, fuck the New York uh, Giants, New York too. New York you know? Giants, uh, they're, they're going to be very good this year with uh, Daniel uh, Jones. Uh, uh, Saquon Barkley is also coming back. and uh, So I'm actually excited, uh, they too. May, uh, they, may, they may do pretty well. We'll talk about AJ Green a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we have our punishment shot. Uh, we have a drinking game agreement on this podcast. If I say anything negative about any team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot of, it's a disgusting shot. Usually we had that root beer whiskey and we still have it, but I picked up a new whiskey this week that might be a little bit better than I'm actually kind of excited to try. Or if Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC North, or if Sonia, who is not on the podcast, but will join us eventually in the future, Someday, if she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the a- NFC West, then she takes a shot. Uh, we haven't already said anything negative just yet, and we're about 42 minutes into the podcast. Uh, and I am uh, actually excited to try this Jim Beam Orange. Oh, it looks we, good. We've had the Jim Beam Apple. We've had the peach. We've had the Jim Beam Peach. We've Cherry. Had the regular Jim Beam. We've had the Jim Beam Rye. Uh, I've always hated Jim Beam, just in general. Uh, but orange whiskey. I've never had that before. So yeah, let's I'm kind of do it, baby. To try this, so you know, fuck the Cowboys. You know, fuck the football team, especially the Bengals. Fuck the Giants too. The Bengals taking all my Steelers. 
Uh, but yeah, what do you think about AJ Green? Eight million bucks. Matt, how have the mighty have fallen? Yeah, I mean, AJ Green, he is, I mean, it seems like he's been in the league forever. I mean, even, even you know, in fantasy, it seems like I would pick him up every single year. By mistake. Since like 1995. That's how, I mean, it seems like yeah. I've been picking this guy up on my team forever. And, you know, last couple of times he's just been injured for the entire season or didn't want to play or whatever the Didn't want to the play, was. Yeah, last year. Um, but. You know, I think it's 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 a decent move for the Cardinals. I think it's a good move. I mean, they have you know DeAndre Hopkins now. They have AJ Green. I think AJ Green still has some left in the tank. I, I do too. He just he just needs to be in a, a situation he, he that just, makes him happy. He really wasn't inspired to play football. You know, when you're stuck with the yeah, Bengals I mean, yeah, for I so mean, many years, ten you twelve a, million dollars a year is not enough incentive for yeah. <laughs> for you know most people, I suppose. Yeah, but I mean, you're stuck on a team. You're making a ton of money, but you're stuck on a team that's not winning. I mean, you can, you can make so much money in your career, but when you're not winning. It just doesn't feel good. Yeah, but he bolts when Joe Burrow is finally going to be the starter. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they, I don't true. think the Bengals wanted him back. The yeah. Bengals didn't want him back. They, they probably would have. Yeah, they probably. I, I think he's become a little bit of a headache. They probably didn't make it. They probably didn't make an offer. Yeah, let's do it. Cheers to you, Ben. Let's, let's try this Jim Beam, Beam Orange. Orange, not on John. That's pretty good. That's actually refreshing. I'm going to say more negative things. Yeah, that's actually not too bad. I mean, it's, and I actually, no, I'm not crazy about it. No, it's I mean, got a weird uh, flavor. After, aftertaste is kind of weird. Yeah, the aftertaste what's is it, a little. Like uh, the, what's it, it tastes more like Jim Beam Orange Light Diet. Get a little saccharine taste on my mm. tongue. Yeah, that is true, but still better than that root beer shit. Oh yeah, for sure. I had a couple stories. Well, what do you think, Ben? I mean, it's, it's it's you know AJ Green is out of your division now. I mean, he never played. Yeah, it's true too. And when he did, and he, when he did play, the Bengals weren't competitive. Uh, yeah, so I'd say good. Well, they for were. Him. They were for a few years there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But good for AJ Green. Let's see what happens in Arizona. You're out of the AFC North, which you know, is, they had, you remember know, Giovanni Bernard and they had you know a couple other guys out there. Yeah, they actually yeah, were winning. Producing. You know, ten With games. Andy Dalton won the division a few times, unfortunately. Uh, but good for AJ Green. I'd like to see him. You know, that, was, that was pretty interesting tidbit of information, Ben. What's that? With Ben Roethlisberger under center. The only four division championships all, in 18 years? That is shocking. We, we, yeah. you know, we Obviously, we talk about football off of the podcast all the time. I had to read That's pretty much like, all we talk they about. they mean conference championships? I'm like, no, that can't yeah. be right either. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, that is that is pretty shocking. Yeah, it's pretty low. How much success Flacco, he's had. Dalton. See, it's, yeah. been a, it's a competitive division, man. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the Ravens and won a bunch, and the, the, and the Bengals won a bunch. That the Browns had, yeah, in the, that that period of <laughs> Thank time. Thank God they weren't good. Yeah, It'd be two division titles. <laughs> now everybody's good. Yeah, but between Flacco and before him, you know, Trent Dilfer, and I mean, they had a, they they won a bunch of division titles as well as the the Bengals with um with Carson Palmer. They won a bunch of division titles as well. Mm. But it seemed low to me. Like that I was is. like through Tom Brady's eyes, like you only won four division yeah. titles. What? Tom Brady's like I was there for What's like sixteen problem? years. I won like fifteen. Yeah, how many did Give Wentz, or take? I think Wentz probably won two. Probably. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, like if you count the one in 2017. Well, he he was That he is won. true. He was there. He was on the team. I did have a couple I did have a couple other stories, but we'll probably hold those till next week. But we, the last signing well, is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. to your Washington football team for a 10 and is Ryan for 10 million bucks. It can grow to 12. Ryan Fitzpatrick said this week, every game is a revenge game for me because I've played for every team in the league. Pretty, well, he's played for what eight or nine teams? at least, maybe so more. So if he stays in the league, maybe a couple more years, he could probably cover a few more teams right there. Maybe yeah, just 10. hit the AFC North. You could be on from the one, Bengals. One third of the teams, pretty much. <laughs> it's pretty crazy in the NFL. Uh, but you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, respectable guy. He deserves a statue in Canton. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe not, but I would just give it to him just for the fun of it. I mean, he you should know? be in the encyclopedia next to the word journeyman. Yeah, he, he really <laughs> I is. I mean, it should just be his bearded because face right there. He's had a lot of success in this league, 
and watch him watch him win really the division matter. next year because they got they got uh, I, 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 he's he's uh, Taylor he's, Heineke and Kyle Allen back in a solid. Up. I mean, he's a solid quarterback. He's a smart guy. You know, his his post game interviews are are you know pretty hilarious too. I mean, uh, you know, it seems like the guys around the league really love him too. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Ryan Fitzpatrick back. Uh, you know, this might be his last season and if he moves on from football, I want to see him in the booth somewhere on, you know, CBS or NBC or Fox or whatever. Uh, what about you? What do you think about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's coming back. I mean, I'm glad he's coming back and he's in the NFC. So we don't have to, fa- I don't think we're playing the, I don't think we're playing the East next year. Yeah, You don't want to face Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. God. <laughs> well, I don't want to face wanna... him in one of those games where, you know, you know, he's just, he's going to have a couple yeah. of those games every yeah, year. He has a four touchdown where game. Where he beats the Patriots or he either has a you know, four touchdown game or a four interception yeah. game. Cause it's he could, one or the other. He could beat anybody any given week. And I don't mm-hmm. want to be on the other end of that. Uh, but I'm glad he's coming back. Yeah. I mean, I think he's great for the league. I think he's great for the team, his teammates. I think he's great for the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I am glad for one that he is coming back. Yeah. How old is 38? Taylor Heineke. 38? He's yeah, I think he's 38. He's, he's up there. Yep. Uh, so you want to just run down some of the people that we left out? Uh, Corey Lindsley, center, went from the Packers. Uh, yeah. uh, Aaron Rodgers lost his center, went off to the L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis Samuel uh, went over to Washington from Wait, Carolina. Wait, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph, what? $12 million. Where he's do you a- see? Right here. Uh, yep. Kyle Rudolph, $12 million. Got a two-year deal. With the Giants for twelve million dollars. Really? Yep. Twelve million. That's why we, I knew Kyle we wouldn't Rudolph? be able to cover all of them. Kyle Rudolph. Yep. That much money. People love Ky- tall, lanky, yeah, but older I mean, Zach Ertz. He's been all right, I guess. I mean, he's an special. older Zach Ertz. That's how I sort of yeah. describe him. Uh, Nelson Aguilar. We talked about him. Uh, Alex Mack. Did we talk about? We talked about Alex Mack. Yeah, yeah Alex Mack went from Atlanta yeah, to yeah. San Francisco. So they are That's really nice. beefing up that offensive yeah. line over there. Oh man, gotta protect that pretty face of Jimmy. Yep. GQ. Matt Filer. Blew us off and went over to the Chargers. Uh, let's see, Kyle Rudolph. You said Kenyon Drake went to Vegas for a two-year, eleven million dollar deal. Jared Cook. Yeah, look at that, Jared Cook. No, yeah, okay. Uh, Chargers. See, yep, Chris Carson back in Seattle. Andy Dalton. We talked about that. Emmanuel Sanders, man, a former Steeler player. Right, went to Buffalo. Yeah, and he's still got a lot left in the tank. I think. I I just think he was really never, you know, given a chance. In uh, in New Orleans, yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, or even he was in, with Denver too for a little bit I, for a I minute. Believe. Yeah, so yeah, he was he was also he won a Super Bowl, I think, with Peyton Manning. If I'm not mistaken, maybe it was a year after. Uh, Jamal Williams, running back, went from Green Bay over to oh, yeah, Detroit. Jacoby Brissett also moving over from the Colts to, to Miami. Miami. That's, a nice build. That's a pretty good backup over they, there. They depending were talking on about what they do. maybe coming over to the Eagles also as maybe a backup. I thought that would have been a good move for the Eagles, but the Eagles have no money. Yeah, exactly. Carlos Hyde went from Seattle to Jacksonville uh, on a on a two year forty five four point five million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seahawks could have kept yeah, him David Moore, around. Yeah. Where David Moore go? David Moore went Seattle to Jacksonville. Yeah, see, 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 yeah, see, see? Yeah, see? see. Let's see what we got on the defensive side of the ball here. Anybody that we left out. Let's see. Update. And yeah, we so we got Bud Dupree. Oh, Trey Hendrickson went over to uh went to Cincinnati from New Orleans. Yeah, Matt Judon going from Baltimore to New England. Seems like everybody's moving to New England. Yeah, New England, man. They they went to the grocery store and started shopping. Yeah, Matt Jeff, a four year fifty four point five million dollar deal there. Mm-hmm. Uh William Jackson went over to Washington on a three year forty million dollar deal. Uh cornerback in Washington. 
You know, it's funny. I'm not seeing a lot of players. I mean, you know, obviously I'm an Eagles fan, Ben, you're a Steelers fan. Not too many players <laughs> move into either one of our teams. Oh, let's see. Let's see what the Philadelphia Eagles did here. They, they, well, we've got safety from <laughs> But this is Vikings. actually a very short list. This is even yeah, shorter it, than it, the Steelers list. It's like list. one player. You got it's pretty much one player. Jalen Mills, gone. <laughs> Anthony Harris, uh, you picked him up from Minnesota on a one-year $5 million yeah, deal. Yeah. At least you picked up a safety. No, I mean, uh, that's a good deal. Yeah. That's a good deal for Anthony Harris. He's a solid yeah, safety I agree. for that much money. I'll take him. Jonathan Ford, you lost him over to Jacksonville. Duke Riley, you lost him over to Miami. Yeah, Malik Jackson, meh, whatever. And really much. Yep, and you got Mal- and these guys are still. Uh, yeah, you lost Malik Jackson. You lost Hassan Ridgeway. No, Hassan Ridgeway, I think he's still with the Eagles, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but he. Oh, yeah. He signed a one-year deal, but we don't yeah. know how much money. Yeah, twelve bucks. But the Steelers looks even worse, <laughs> if that's possible. Just no money. No money. In the account. Yeah. Well, Ben Roethlisberger's got a lot of money in his account. Uh, look at this. This is it. Bud Dupree, <laughs> gone. Mike Hilton, gone. Chris Wormley, gone. Yeah. I mean, it's because the Eagles were so solid last year. <laughs> why not? Why not just yeah. you know, begin the next season with the team that you had? You know, I mean, we made the playoffs, right? Yep. No. No. We did not make the playoffs. <laughs> no. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matt Filer, gone. Juju came back. Uh, we signed Miles Killebrew, safety from Detroit, on a one-year deal. We got a dog barking. Know, uh, we we record this podcast outside. There's something wrong with your neighbor's dog. Yeah, that dog is he a wants little, to attack us. It's a little. It's a big ass fucking dog too. Yeah, it is. Uh, we were able. To, we brought BJ Finney in from Cincinnati. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, but we still have a long way to go. Uh, and uh, Alejandro Villanueva is going to be gone. Tyson Alualu is also already gone. Uh, so we you know we have we have some we have some issues in terms <laughs> of. What we're gonna do? What do you think the Steelers and the Eagles are gonna do next year? Because we, we have some, uh, yeah. we have some holes to fill. I mean, I think we're in better shape than you guys. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles in terms of our defense of... being better, and we have at least some weapons on offense. But you guys are, you guys are in tough shape in terms yeah. of, especially the on the situation. offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, I want to see what's gonna happen in the draft. I mean, you know, we have quite a few draft picks this year, but late in the draft, I think we have one first rounder, one second rounder, maybe a few third rounders, maybe a couple, but a lot of, you know, sixth and seventh round picks. And it's really hard to find really good players in the sixth and seventh round, unless you find a diamond in the rough. And the Eagles are not good at finding good players They're in the not first good at or second diamonds round. In, diamonds <laughs> in the short grass. Exactly. Let alone, your, let alone <laughs> pitching not, a wedge out of you know, the grass. A diamond that's just handed grass. to you. Um, but yeah, the Eagles are not really good at drafting players, so I'm, I'm not really looking forward to the draft at all any year. But you know, they have a lot of draft picks, so hopefully there's somebody that's going to step up. Or if there are guys in the practice squad, we found a lot of good guys in the practice squad so far, like Fulgham last year, like Ward, yeah, Greg in Ward's past, and Boston Scott. And Boston Scott, Don't forget- another guy. Oh, I, I like, is he is he coming back next year? I, I believe he is. I believe Boston Scott is also coming back. He'll as end well. up being your starting running back. He, we have about thirty running backs on our team, um, but you know we'll see what happens. But I'm not really hyped on the Eagles this upcoming season. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know what. But I'm happen. never hyped. I mean, we could have the. We, I mean, just like we had a great Bowl, team going into after, last year. I mean, I was Bowl. picking them to go to the Super Bowl last yeah. year when, well, when the, the season Super, started. Well, even after the Super Bowl, I was like, yeah, we're okay. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's sort of the Eagles mentality, and last year is usually the reason why they have that mentality because that's that's right a lot of times how it ends up yeah but yeah. not that bad last year was worse than than anticipated most years in the past 
20 years. Yeah, for sure. All right, Franny, that's it for the NFL news this week. We'll have some signings next week sure and we some other stories. Maybe Russell Wilson moves. Yeah, I doubt it. Maybe somebody offers five first rounds. Yeah, Pete Carroll is holding on to him like grim death. He's going to make him, Man. you know. Well, I would too. Well, yeah. for Russell Wilson. Well, no, I would, I'd, I'd take four first rounders. Okay, maybe. I mean, four <laughs> first round picks. I mean, come on. And you have uh, come and, on. And you have the and you have the Bears pick. I mean, the Bears are going to suck with Russell Wilson there. Yeah. Even with Russell Wilson there. With no first round picks, it's the Bears. That's true. So, that's true. Uh Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, man, we have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. And a call to action. <laughs> call to action. <laughs> yes, I'm calling you all to action. Uh new listeners, thank you all so much to the listeners that are new to the show. We truly, truly appreciate it. We're gonna do everything we can to keep you listening for a long, long time. Uh since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening tonight, tomorrow, in the car, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzproud.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and hit that subscribe button. Rate and review the show. How many stars, Franny? Five stars, Ben. Slam that five-star review. Just give us a five-star review. You don't have to type anything. Just give us a five-star review, please. That's a call to action. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person that you know. That's your homework assignment for this week. Just tell one person about our show. Say, hey, do you like the NFL? Do you like scotch? Do you like bourbon? Do you like rye? Do you like cognac? Do you like beer? Because these guys, yeah, we haven't had a cognac in a while. Because you're not a big fan of Codex. Uh, a little fruity. So what? Yeah, it's a little fruity. Yeah, I like it's a, a I like sweeter. A, it's a sweeter sort it, of flavor. It, but it's I an enjoy. I enjoy Codex. It's not an aperitif. Essentially, and, and that's it's 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 better than aperitif. It's better than an aperitif. All right. If it's good enough for some, it's good enough for me. I suppose it's a good enough for me. Yeah, it's good enough. Huh. I'll, I'll make you. I'll make you an offer you cannot refuse. <laughs> These are my grapes. <laughs> you would crush them. Uh, check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as all the podcatchers in the universe, including Apple Podcasts, CastBox, CastBox, and Spotify, Stitcher, and the rest. So thank you all so much. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our feel-good story. All right. We'll be right back, folks, with our feel-good story. All right, and we are back with our feel-good story, and I'm sure it will not match last week's feel-good story. Well, which nothing is can a- match Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, Ben. That's why it, I'm growing the grizzly beard with the gray hair give for Aaron Rodgers. See if you can impress me. In Aaron Rodgers' honor, I'm growing the grizzly gray-haired why, beard. Why do we have these feel-good stories, though, Ben? Because, you know, you hear nothing but bad news and problem behavior and narcissism and you know uh, legal violations civil violations demands for more money 50 million dollars 60 like million dollars Deshaun Watson news that's yeah. coming out right now I'm not saying I believe it but there's a lot of women coming out right now let's just wait until like <clears throat> yeah, exactly I, same thing I said about everything else probably mm-hmm. probably Let's, can we just wait? Can we yeah. just wait and yeah. see? I mean, this lawyer is not don't, exactly the... Yeah. Don't throw Deshaun Watson under the bus right away just, so we yeah. hear all of the facts. Yeah. I mean, and if the investigation bears it out, then the investigation bears it out. And then we have to take, or the league has to take the action that's appropriate. But this lawyer's a little sketchy. Always has been a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that parked a tank uh, <laughs> in front of his house uh, as sort of a libertarian move. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's an interesting character. But mm-hmm. if there's something to it, there's something to it. If there's not, there's not. But let's just wait until and we see. know more. Uh, but first up, but that's the reason why we do these feel good stories because there's a lot of people the out there goodness. that don't cause any drama, 
They don't, you know, they're not showing up in the news. They're not punching out their girlfriend in a hotel elevator mm-hmm. uh, and getting on the news for that. They're doing good things like Aaron Rodgers last week, mm-hmm. uh, like Marshawn Lynch, like a lot of these guys that we've talked about in the past. And this week we're going to talk about Chris Long, Chris Long, uh, Marcus Davenport. Love the lead in. And that's Friday's favorite part is the yeah. music. And I, yeah. it, it's funny because I have like five stories I want to talk about. And they've been on this agenda ever since the offseason. But so much has been happening in the offseason. We still haven't gotten to it. Uh, but Marcus Davenport, this is a story out of San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the food bank in San Antonio got a huge lift from a big name in the NFL. San Antonio native and New Orleans Saints defensive Defensive player, our defensive end Marcus Davenport, volunteered alongside UTSA football players at the San Antonio Food Bank. He volunteered with his own time, not just his money, but his time. Uh, And he donated an additional $10,000 to the food bank effort. Uh, He said, really, I just think I was lucky and blessed to be able to do this. And seeing all this happen, especially recently before the pandemic uh, and with the pandemic, you know, it's always good to be able to look back and see where you can help. Davenport said the money can go a long way. Every dollar the food bank takes in can be turned into seven meals. The $10,000 donation, along with his time, could potentially provide 70,000 meals to the community. This was on the heels Mm -hmm. of the widespread power outages and cold weather that took place in the state of Texas. But Marcus Davenport giving money, but more importantly, even anyone that has money can give money. But he actually gave a lot of his time to go down and personally work and personally volunteer. Uh, so what better role model can you find yeah. for your kids and for and for uh, school children out there than of someone who volunteers both their time and their money? Franny, yeah, what say go, you? I'm just going back to, uh, you know, where he grew up. And uh, it's his hometown. I mean, it's, 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 it sounds like something, if I made that much money, I would do the exact same thing. You're going to give, I won't say where your hometown is, but I could just see it in the, in the, in the, whatever they, in the patch or whatever, wherever they report on. Actually, the New York Times. I think they're actually. Or the LA Times. I think there is the a paper out Chicago here. Chicago Tribune. The Chicago Tribune. Southland native. <laughs> Friday. Uh, but what do you say about uh, Marcus Davenport giving back? I know it's it's uh, it's great news. I mean, it's always great to see these guys giving back to the community. You see this quite often with a lot of NFL players, even though they're playing, you know, elsewhere. They go back to their communities. I forgot who it was that we talked about a few weeks ago, uh, who gave back to his high school and you know gave money to their football program so they can afford cleats, so they can afford jerseys, and you know, uh, you know, probably add certain things to their weight room to help. The, did you see the weight room for the WN for the um, the women's? Um, uh, 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 NCAA tournament? No, uh, it was it was basically like a, a like a a rack of dumbbells. That's, oh, that's, <laughs> that's all they had in there. That's basically. They should, I mean, they need real weights. Gave. I know they need actual weights and not. Just, it was like <laughs> basically it was literally one rack of like, dumbbells of dumbbells <laughs> that you can buy at like a sporting goods store. That's basically all it was. But <laughs> do better, March yeah. Madness for the women's yeah, for, tournament. For, for the that, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> do better and like it was funny because they showed the guys and like they had this whole setup way, like with squatting racks yeah. and everything, like all these racks and everything. And then the women they literally just got dumbbells and they were like those like not the colorful ones. I mean, it was maybe it was like it was, it was a, yeah, a that would have been a little sexist if they gave them like yeah. pink and taupe yeah, exactly. dumbbells. <laughs> it was it wasn't, but it was pretty bad. It was pretty terrible. Do better. Uh, but no, but it's it's great to see these guys go back to the community and give back to the community that they grew up in and oh, that's sure. you know where they started their 
career. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of these guys are from smaller, you know, they're from Texas and California and, and the mm. South, you know, Alabama, Florida, and smaller, smaller communities, Louisiana. And it's it's nice to see them go back to where they came from. Uh, I'd like to do something, you know, for my home home base at some point, although I'm probably going to have to win the Mega Millions Which to be is, able to do it. What would you do? Uh, I'd probably help build some type of a community center with, you know, upgrade the community center with, with fields and equipment and mm-hmm. a, a recreation place that people could use. And, you know, something something that the entire community can use that a lot of people couldn't afford on their own. Mm-hmm. Very good of you, man. Uh, yeah. If you could do it, <laughs> if I could do it. So come on, make a million. So I'm, 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 okay. This is my just prayer. so I can give back to my community. My prayer, just, not for myself. Just 138 million. So I can give back to the. Community. I will give one 138th of that to my hometown, <laughs> <laughs> which would still be a pretty good chunk of money. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So soothing. It is. Uh, Friday, it is. I could listen to that all day. Friday, almost. Uh, what's uh, what's I, I think I have it looped. I have a, I have a loop of that in my car. As I just you play should, that over and over again. As everyone should. Uh, Friday, what's next up on the uh, on the, on on the, the big agenda. board? Big, big next board? up on the agenda, big we board. have our shot of the week. Ooh, we have our shot of the week. Concocted. We're already at the shot of the week. Actually, I we're, well, we're about an hour in, so it's actually a longer podcast in the last couple of weeks. Right, let's we talk, about, talk about some more free agents. Of well, we, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week too. But we have. Our, New England Patriots pick up Ben Roethlisberger and Jalen Hurts in a surprise move yeah, this week. Yeah. Oh, Eagles <laughs> pick up Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, right. all charges dropped. Now's the time. Watson. Now's yeah. the time because yeah. this. They, I mean, there was some, there was some talk that you know that the lawsuit was filed just to try to block him right from getting moved out of Houston. Yeah, it was it was some groupie that they had on the team. Like, look, we'll pay you. Yeah, we'll pay <laughs> you just to keep this guy here. But apparently, te- the Texans this regardless the of the Texans. lawsuits. They were they're prepared. I mean, because who did they pick up? They picked up. Uh, uh, was what's this uh, from the Chargers? Um, the guy that got stabbed in the. Lung. Oh, they got Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, yeah, yeah. The guy that's, that got stabbed that's... by his own athletic trainer, yeah. by his own medical team. <laughs> yeah. You know, all, you know it was that, actually it was, was it your... was actually Justin Herbert's dad. Was that, that your, was... Uh, was that your was that your lung? <laughs> I felt there when I was trying to get into it. The... He just heard a, he just heard a balloon deflate. <laughs> I mean, he's so <laughs> strong, right? He's probably got a you know how much muscle he's got, it, and this 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 guy couldn't. He went through the muscle into the chest cavity. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the doctor's were, name was Cal Herbert. Exactly, <laughs> Cal Herbert. <laughs> never, no relation. Never mind me here. No relation oh, to Justin son, Herbert. I'm just here to give you a little bit of a medical checkup. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Justin Herbert's from down south or I not. I don't know, but it sounds like... Sounds that right. Accent, it sounds, yeah. it sounds right. Uh, but apparently, they, they're ready to let him sit. They, they they picked up Tyrod Taylor. If you play, you play. Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna run Tyrod Taylor yeah, out there. Tyrod Taylor, he's found a lot of success in the league. Uh, but our shot of the week, Ben, which is next up on the big board, was inspired by the first day of spring. Ben, yeah, you were on top of this. You knew we had the spring. You knew we had man. the spring. Ahead I, I know last all. Week. I know all of the you March know, holidays. You knew, you knew Oreos. I never. I don't even use Google. You knew the Oreo holidays. You knew. <laughs> you know, like you know every, ha, every holiday, every high holiday. and you know high and low, small and large. Uh, and, next know, week it's going to be like the first day. It's going to be like pre Arbor Day or something like that. It is pre Arbor Day next. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but we have uh, the the spring inspired shot. It doesn't feel like spring right now. It's actually pretty fucking cold outside, but it was a little warmer earlier today. Next week, I think next Saturday should be about 80 degrees, which is ideal. Uh, but tonight's shot to tie it in with our football podcast is the spring loaded signing period. And it's a beautiful shot. It looks like 
It looks like a day in spring, Ben. It's, 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 it's a nice pastel-y sort of shot. We have a nice light green. And it's all layered, by the way. So the bottom part of the layer is the sour apple liqueur. Yeah, how many how many attempts did you get uh, here to try to you get You saw how many layer? bottles. You saw how many bottles I had on the shelf. It was like it was like a chemistry set. I know. My, right my, my back room looks bad enough as it is with all the bottles. We have like a... 150 bottles in there and then I walked in when he was making the shot and the, the entire floor there's just random bottles scattered on top of the already large yeah. number of bottles that we you know, have. People think it's easy to put shots together. It's not that easy. You know, I mean, it takes a lot of work. It <laughs> does. Really, it really. does. But uh, the the bottom layer is the sour apple pucker, which is a nice light sort of green in the light. It's almost like a neon green-ish look. Uh, on top of that, we have the narancello, which and it comes in that beautiful bottle. I, it's it's like Wait, that. Not on cello. Not on cello. Is it Croatian? No, <laughs> it's Spanish. <laughs> it's Spanish. Wait, not on cello. Is that isn't that Croatian? Not on cello. It's like limoncello. Wait, but is it not is not on cello Croatian? Not on cello. Yes, okay. but naranja. Oh, <laughs> oh well, there you go. See, I know more Croatian yeah. than I do Spanish. And uh, and then we have the UV blueberry vodka layered right on top. So we have green, we have orange, we have that beautiful blue color, almost like blue curacao looking. But I think the blue curacao would have added a little too much sweetness to it. So that vodka is going to add a little bit of a kick. And uh, Ben? I'm going to play this song back to back because this back is a hell of a shot. It is a beautiful shot. You can be able to find it on our Twitter and and our Instagram on Instagram we are at goal no at thirst and <laughs> <laughs> at thirst and I can't wait for, I'm gonna have you do a solo episode <laughs> at thirst and I'm just gonna sit over here in a chair <laughs> at thirst and on uh, Instagram and at thirst and wait thirst goal uh, goal thirst at goal thirst <laughs> at goal thirst <laughs> on Twitter I should write this stuff down um, but Ben let's give this a shot and I gotta I gotta cue this song up one more yeah. time for our for our tasting oh no do we okay. All yeah. right. This is the song. Short. This song was, was recorded short. just for Friday, by the way. It was, and uh, actually, we only played your whiskey history shot one time. Oh, the song, yeah, that, that, the that Isla song? song, the Isla song. That was the Isla song right there. <laughs> I can play yeah, that but, again at some point. Let's. I mean, like, just smell it again. I'm gonna put that as an NFT. It's almost like an icy. Like when you remember, like those, like that blue icy that you got. Oh yeah. 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 Almost like a bomb pop. Yeah, it actually smells really nice. But it's, that's probably just the blue, uh, the uh, the UV vodka sitting on top of everything else in the glass. It, sa- it smells really good. Yeah, it smells delicious, actually. But, Ben, cheers let's to do you. It. And to the first day of spring. And let's get some nice weather. You know, Eventually. and get the you know get our plane tickets and get it's the been, it's been get the fuck up out of here and get somewhere else where we can have a good time. <laughs> it's been a cold March. Yeah, it has been. It's not, this is not right. This but, is not right for California. But this spring is looking up. We're gonna get out of this state. We're gonna get out of this country, and we're gonna do something. That's right. Hopefully, Let's they open up the borders everywhere. Oh wow, that is very sweet. Very, very good. Also sweet, yes. Tangy. Franny's punishing me. There's a, there's a, he's going to have to. He's, he's going to try to do eleven of these in a row. <laughs> no, there's there's a there's a nice little bit of tangy sweetness oh, that you get good. at the end of that. It's it's like a very springy shot. I, th- I think it's because of the the sour apple pucker that really gives you That's that little. Really nice yeah. though. It's really good. I mean, the, the, there's a layer not just in the shot but also in the flavor. Mm. Like my, I don't know if you yeah. guys can hear my 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 mouth is salivating uh-huh. right now. I mean, there's a nice layer flavored in the in the shot itself. Mm-hmm. It's got tangy, sweet, and a little fruity, but no spice. No, I know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get you the Hydrox next week. I almost uh, got them on Amazon, but you had to buy six packages. And, and you did. I was like, that's for, 600 
Hydrox. For my birthday. For my birthday, you got that um that uh the the chili sauce or the 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 hot sauce making. Oh, the kit. kit. Did you the make kit. it? I haven't made any yet, but I will in the future eventually. I will put one together. But I mean, that kit is pretty freaking cool. I mean, it has it has dried ghost peppers. Yes, of yeah. course. I, mean, not, has, I want a, a real spicy shot. I mean, ghost peppers are. They're deadly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are really spicy peppers. They're like the spiciest peppers we can do it. We that can take you can it. get. We can take it. You know, I, I think we should make a bet. We should, we should, because there's two, there's two ghost peppers. Oh, God. <laughs> we like should a, be like a 45 minute podcast. We, we should, <laughs> right up until the time that we eat the ghost pepper. We should, and then bet, we're off the air. We should bet who can last longer just like without crying. <laughs> After biting into oh, it's going to be you for sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, I like the spicy shots, but I know they're only going to last so long. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. try to manage. I had, a, I had a ghost pepper once. I think probably in about nineteen. You still feel it. it's still spicy in your mouth. Nineteen ninety ish. Uh, from one of the the guys that worked at the diner by where I worked at a grocery store in New York, and they got a really good laugh out of it. I was, you know, all full of myself. And then they were talking about how they grow their own peppers. And I said, you know what? All right, fine. You know, you don't think I can handle it? Give it to me. And it was a long, long, long night with milk, with bread, with a hamburger, with fries, with a milkshake. I can't remember all the different things that I, that they, still that they, burning to this and day. I can, well, I can still remember it because they were all laughing their asses off at me. Uh, you know, I that's what they told me it was a ghost pepper. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just some really, really, really hot funny. pepper. It's funny. My dad, he has a similar story back when he was growing up. You know, when it was back in Yugoslavia. And, you know, peppers weren't very popular in Yugoslavia back in the day. They're, because not, they're, they're not that popular now. They're not that popular now. They just have this. You have What color pepper you have? Green. Yeah. Is that, you have any other color? Light green. Just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. We got, light, we got so, light green and slightly lighter green. He, he was, he was, uh, he was a youngster. You know, back then, and there were some older kids back then. They're like, I guess they were growing these hot peppers. And they're like, we dare you to bite into this. And he bit into this. And he's never had that sort of experience in his life because he's never seen that type of pepper before, tasted that type of I pepper before. I wonder why before. they were growing them there. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but Bootleg he, he still remembers it just like you yeah. remember it. And he was, it was little, miserable. Yeah, he, he remembers it. I'm not sure what kind of peppers they were. I have no I fucking, it could have been just a jalapeno. There was nothing, jalapeno hap- was not there that was hot, nothing but, pleasant about it. I mean, there was literally nothing yeah. I, I liked, about it that was enjoyable except. The the forty five minutes later when I finally I like spicy felt food. normal I like spicy food, but not that spicy. Like if I drink if I if I eat too much spice, then my nose starts running, my my my, my eyes turn red, my forehead start. I mean, I, I just start sweating from all, everywhere, from every orifice in my body. I start sweating. Oh, it's brutal, and it was like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning too. So it was just it was just like the 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 worst end to a night out drinking ever. But I'm a lightweight though when it comes to spices. Uh, and I, a ghost pepper. That let's do it. I'll, I'll definitely put it in, in in one of the the hot sauces. One, you know. Yeah, but at least if it's dried, you can you know you can try a little bit. I mean, just I just bit. I just yeah, bit the whole bit. pepper and ate it. Yeah, and that yeah, was that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So I, I can tell your father, I empathize with his plight. But I'm sure it wasn't a ghost pepper. Hey, who knows? Who yeah. knows that they were growing in the in Yugoslavia? I mean, you know, you need. It was probably like in the 1950s. You know. Yeah, you need energy to get through the day. De- I mean, there's not a. Like when you think 1950s Yugoslavia, you don't get a really pleasant picture in your head. <laughs> like you don't like, uh, I mean, but know. I know where he was. So I know it was probably, you know, nice. It was the summertime and it was, it was very the pleasant there. Uh, but in your, but it just in your head growing up as an American. Not too many, not too many uh, peppers being grown, like spicy yeah. peppers being grown in that region of the world yeah. at that time. 
Yeah, no, it's just tomatoes and and light green peppers. Yeah, and cabbage. When you go to the store, they're like, "What do you want? You want a you want you tomato? Want a... <laughs> you don't want a tomato? What's well, for breakfast? Cabbage soup. What's yeah. for lunch? Cabbage soup. What's for dinner? Cabbage soup. <laughs> we have tomatoes, cabbage, and light green peppers. That's, that's all we got. Paprika. There is nothing else. <laughs> paprika from Hungary. <laughs> and paprika from Hungary. But yeah, the produce section is not exactly what you would, uh, you know, if you're from, you know, the states, it's not exactly what you would what you would expect. But it's all very freshly grown stuff. Especially in the summertime. Healthy. Very healthy. Very healthy. Uh, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board. Oh, wait. What's up? Thank you for doing these shots every week. Franny does these shots every single week. Come rain, come shine, come cold. This is my own shot. Come ward. He puts these together every The inspiration was single the spring week. season. Exactly. That's it. And where do you rate this one? We didn't rate it. Oh, yeah. we didn't. That's right. Uh, I, I'm going to rate this one a seven. I think it's a little too sweet. I think it's a little oh, too sweet. Lord. If there was, if, if I could have. More found... so than the one you did the other week with the hot. With the with the chocolate and the Bailey's and the but that was a different type of sweetness. That was a different type of sweetness. That was like uh, I it was expected, like cake. I expected that one. Like it was it was it was like a it, yeah like it was almost like a pastry. This one is just sugary. It was a difference. All right. Yeah. So. I didn't know there was a difference. We'll have to talk, talk about that with your father. He's, he's telling me there's a difference between sweet and sugary. There so is. we'll we'll flesh that out at a later date. <laughs> Friday, what's next? What would you rate it though? Oh, I would rate this one probably an eight. Because yeah, I, yeah, not that far from uh, far from me. Well, because it had the layering. I mean, it oh, had the nice. flavor layering. It's beautiful. Not I mean, it just beautiful the picture, shot. but the but the flavors yeah. actually hit you one after the other after the other as well. Mm. It wasn't just this tastes like X. It was the sweet, the sour, uh, you know, and the tangy. It really, it just had everything. It sort of layering as it hit my tongue, and it was nice, very nice. Well, thank you, Ben. It was. That's I good. Mean, you don't I'm normally get actually... more. That you're enjoying one of the sweet shots that I've actually yeah, put together. Because it had that layered flavor. Because before I put them together on the show, like, oh, God, another sweet shot. I just want, you know, <laughs> some tequila with something green, red, Spicy. or orange and throw some freaking Cholula in there and Ghost some tahini pepper. on the rim, and then I'm good to go. Oh, uh, well, all right. High praise from Ben on yeah, the that sweet was, shot. That was good. I mean, the flavor, the layers of the flavoring in there. Those, it was a nice bit of sourness. That, that should be that unchopped. Nice you know, I think that it, should be unchopped. It, I, I think maybe. If I added just a little bit of, just a, a couple of drops of, of lime. Li- yo, yeah, that's your go-to. Just, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. This that, scotch that, is, this scotch, this 20-year-old scotch is really good. extra layer. If they just had a little bit of lime juice in this scotch, that would be, that's what will take it over the edge. <laughs> Not scotch, but this shot for sure. <laughs> this shot. No matter what he makes. Oh, that brisket was good, but if he just had just a little bit of lime juice in the brine. A little bit of tahini. A little bit of tahini <laughs> and lime juice. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our distillery history. And I'm sure you have it there. You have some of the information for us from Kilkaman, not like not from Lafroig, which was what I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Ben didn't he changed everything on the agenda this week, except for that one little tidbit right there. Yes, I try. I try. I try. I'm gonna have Friday do the agenda one nope, week. No, nope, Ben, you did it. It'll just be you, you, you praise you, it, like you, it'll just you, be titles. Yeah. <laughs> NFL news. That'll be it. Ben, what do you want to talk talk about about tonight? Pull it up on Google. What do you want? (laughs) What's on ESPN? Google NFL news. (laughs) Oh, what do you know? (laughs) What's on Twitter now? (laughs) Oh, God. That would be the worst. That's the worst. Yeah, we want to hear what Twitter, what everybody on Twitter has to say about this. Yeah, they have to say because lots of everybody has a voice. Thing. Everybody has a voice now these days. And if you don't have a voice, you're offended at the fact that you actually, can't well, actually, have a voice. I, I shouldn't say that because we have a voice because we have our own podcast. <laughs> That's true. Have, but I'm not know, angry that my voice, that I'm not an influencer. Not yet. I don't have a right not, to be an influencer. Not yet. We could be influencers, Ben. Yeah. Well, I'm going to influence. I mean, yeah. I'm going to influence people to stop being so angry. Like <laughs> influence people to stop like, influencing. Yeah, whatever that thing is that made you so angry today, don't let it make you Relax, so angry. Bro. Just chill out for a second. 
Yeah, take just it easy. a second. You know, take a lesson from Antonio Brown. The man is just a committed football player now. It can happen. Uh, Freddie, why the are we talking? comes up with stories just to get you excited. Exactly. Why are we talking about distilleries from Isla? Uh, well, because, Ben, we love every single scotch that has... I mean, we're going to talk about other distilleries on the mainland of Scotland as well. But the distilleries on Isla, we have... We have a certain love affair with these things. You had a love affair with the Ardbeg Ben. I remember the Ardbeg Ten. Oh, yeah. You had a little bit of a, a love affair. No prenuptial agreement necessary. Yeah, no, and 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 you call. I mean, you had it that one night or that one day, and you called her. I called her. <laughs> I like, didn't wait three days. Yeah, no, you didn't wait three days. You're like, hey, um, I had I had a really good time uh, a few nights ago. Um, you know, I, I think this is a little too soon, but how would you like to uh, go out tonight? Maybe grab some coffee. Maybe grab uh, some a bite to eat. Yeah, and she said, know? yeah, she said, and you know, said, I'm only yeah, ten you know? years old, but yeah. I said, you know, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I don't need. I don't need an 18 or a 21 or or a 25 year old scotch. A 10 year. I, I, I might need a 20, a, a 21 or We're 25. We're talking about scotch here, yeah. not human beings. I knew as soon as I, I thought about saying I it, and I'm like, Freddie's gonna be like, put give, giving me the. Yeah, give I'm me. off this podcast. I'm off the podcast. Come the, on. The art bag is only 10 years old. The yeah. first art bag that I had was 10 yeah. years old. It was it was that 10 year old, and and we talked about it for a, for for a couple of weeks on on the podcast where you had this sort of. Uh, a relationship with that, that peatiness, that smokiness, because it was something new. It was something that we didn't try before. And that's, you know, our sort of relationship with all of um, the Isla Scotches. Um, I mean, they just have a, a distinct flavor that you don't get anywhere else in the world. And they only come from this little island. And there are only eight distilleries? Nine. Nine distilleries. Well, the ninth one is still in the making. Yep. Ardenhoe, it's only two years old. Yeah, right? So that one, they're still more not producing any of their own scotches um but we we've talked about Ardbeg, we've talked about lafroy we've talked about balmore um and i think there was olegavulin as well and uh, we're gonna talk about kilkaman tonight yes indeed but an 18 to 21 or 25 year old <laughs> oh, 30 <laughs> for um, human beings yes you know a 40 year old scotch. for human beings yes but for uh yeah, nice. for scotches it doesn't need to be that yeah. old a nice uh, milf 40 year old scotch yeah uh, but they get way exp- they get pretty expensive they get expensive 25 year old scotch is pretty those, expensive I know those 25 year old scotches man so this is the newest distillery on the island with the exception of of course uh, the Ardenhoe uh, Kilkoman sprung up in What'd 2000 you <laughs> the you're a, you're a very ardent hoe uh, Kilkoman <laughs> sprung up in 2005 at Rockside Farm it is the second operating distillery in the reigns of Isla, the western peninsula of the island, and is a modern take on a farm distillery. It grows grain, it malts it, and it uses it to make whiskey. All on the same site. Oh, I love that. The grain from the farm cannot fulfill all of Kilkaman's needs, so grain malted at the distillery is mixed with smokier malt from Port Ellen. We got to go to Port Ellen yep. for most production. Uh, however, being in the unique position of being able to handle every part of the whiskey-making process, Kilkoman produces a small amount of 100% Isla whiskey, and every step of the process up to, and in some cases including, bottling is done right on the site. It is not only the location that harks back to the golden age of farm distilleries, Kilkoman is also old-fashioned in its production methods, using long fermentations and slow distillation to maximize flavor in its new make spirit. From the outset, the intention was to bottle the whiskey with a relatively young and it's for, relatively young 
and this further ties with the historic style and approach. Kilkaman is an intense and smoky dram that would not feel out of place in the 1800s. However, as the distillery's older stocks have now been broken, the 10-year maturation mark, more elegant and well-aged drams are also in the cards moving forward. There is definitely more to come from Kilkaman. The spirit character generally... Uh, the entire setup at Kilkaman is designed to create a rich, fruity, and smoky whiskey that is good to drink young. The combination of fermentation times of around 120 hours and small stills with long line arms gives a background fruitiness to the new make. The majority of the malt used comes from Port Ellen and is peated to around 50 ppm. A lot of talk about young there. So just to make clear. We're talking about scotch, <laughs> not human beings. Just so everyone is clear, yes, yes, I th- do I th- not, yeah. do not take that any other way. We do not advocate any of that disgustingness. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if that's really necessary. I think everybody knows <laughs> just, what we're talking you know, about. You never know. But I like to mess. Twitter with you. is a thing. I like messing with Twitter you. Twitter is a thing. <laughs> but no, I mean with Kilkaman. I mean, obviously, we've only tried the Seneg or Sen- 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 hey, the Seneg, the Seneg. Uh, it was Seneg. very, very good. It was very good. And, and, and uh, you, you, you bet against the Tampa Bay I, Buccaneers. Yeah, I did multiple times and I lost multiple bets um, but you know it was it was a it was a very good offering from Kilkaman and I can't wait to try other uh, smoked peated whiskeys from this distillery well they're, you do control the uh, the, uh, the brand of the week they're a little bit higher in price <laughs> <laughs> and because of that <laughs> we don't get really high price scotches all the time uh, but every once in a while when I lose a bet that's, I, fair. I, I, that's I, fair I will I will go out and get that's what, fair you know, I'll, whatever, I'll, whatever I'll, scotch I'll you wanted El Kilkoman. And and uh there's actually actually the one that we tried, the Seneg, it was about seventy some dollars. There was there's another one right below that for about sixty dollars. So that's another one that I do want to try. But they get high they get they get up there in price pretty quickly oh, yeah, for, for sure. the Kilkoman. But uh, I'm always willing to try any scotch from the island of Ella. Oh, and and uh you know, I can't wait to try other offerings as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Friday handles all of the browns, the scotches, the bourbons. Well, I mean, for my birthday, though, Benny, you did give me that Craigalich, Craigalich, Oh, for your birthday, yeah. But on the show, yeah, you buy all of that. I deal with the advertising and the equipment. And so it's a very good marriage that we have here on the podcast in terms of responsibility. Craigalich, the Craigalich 23 year. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the Balvenie 21 that you got me. I think it really depends on your flavor profile. I mean, it depends on what you prefer. The Balvenie 21 was, it was smoother with a Craigalich. It was almost like a... A marriage between a rye and a scotch. Yeah. So I mean, if you do prefer that sort of you know flavor profile where you want a little bit of extra spice, the Craigalach, um, you know that one. It's, it's also from Sicily. So it's, yeah. It it you know it depends on what you're looking for in a scotch. Yeah, exactly. But there are so many different distinct flavors out there, and you know everybody has their own preference. And if if a spicy, you know, a scotch is more your preference, then that that Craigalach maybe Good is stuff. your you know scotch of choice. We're, and that was the only one that we tried. I'm not sure how their other ones are, but for the Balvenie, also around the same you know price range ish, somewhere around there. You know, if you want a smoother, sweeter Scotch, you know, yeah, go for that. That's a good so one. It, that's it, why it I haven't drank it, it. I'm like, I want to save this. But I mean, there's there's so I mean, there's so many distinct flavors from each distillery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from Lagavulin, Balmore, Lafroy, uh, you know, Ardbeg. I mean, they're 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 just they're all fantastic. In their, in their, but, but, yeah, in, in their own way. And, uh, you know, Brulidic, uh, Brulidic, I'm not sure. <laughs> I know yeah, I got it wrong. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it is English, I guess, but 
<laughs> not the English that, not the English that we speak. Too many consonants yeah. in there for me. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week from California. We have the Lost Republic Bourbon. And I can't wait to try that. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with the Lost Republic Bourbon. I love that intro right there. Uh, that's my EDM intro. Thank you very much, Ben. Ronnie loves the music from... Yeah. Rotterdam, <laughs> Netherlands. We are coming live to you. Do you have your ecstasy in hand? <laughs> or whatever. The, I guess they call it by the actual drug name uh, now. Like the actual... What's uh, Molly? Is Molly? No, Molly's no. the same thing. Is that, Okay, okay. I... I, I, I I saw that in a documentary. I don't know what that is really. But it's like, I think, yeah, but they're calling it by the actual chemical name now, yeah. but I'm oh, not sure oh, really? exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, wow. uh, you know, I'd see. anything that could kill you. The Science, first, bitch. Anything that could really, like, fuck you up if you take too much of it the first time uh-huh. is something I've always stayed away from yeah, my entire yeah, life. I usually stay away from all that stuff. <laughs> if it can hurt you the first time, it's probably a good if, idea yeah. not to take it. In pill form or injection form. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never injected. Yeah, I just, I just usually stay away from those things. Yes. Yeah, I mean, just, I don't even like to get a tetanus shot. Yeah, yeah. If I have to sniff it up my nose, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, not me either. Yeah. No. So we don't advocate for any of those things. Yeah, no, no. But the EDM music, great. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just love that. I think it was like somebody sent us a GIF or a GIF. It's a GIF. You know, with the, with a the GIF. sweat coming, it was like somebody like hanging out in in like uh, some like in Croatia or in in, what, in some Eastern European country dancing on a balcony and the sweat was just uh, pouring off yeah okay. uh, they were clean i mean they, they weren't they weren't on anything <laughs> no yeah, definitely no. it was not. just a really hot humid summer night just a hot uh very tranquil night in yeah. ibiza yeah, we're just all. hanging out here man ibiza <laughs> that's that's where i should have gone <laughs> for uh for summer back we'll, when i was when i was younger we'll in my do, younger days we'll do scotland i probably still could we you, probably still could i don't think i could i i, I, I couldn't could make probably. maybe two days it's like a it's like a bachelor party i get back and it's like you're at a bachelor party for two days you recover for four days that's what happens <laughs> after only you, four days you know after you that means it 40. wasn't a good bachelor party <laughs> yeah i mean it's like it's like you know it's almost like uh, one and a half times the amount of time you spent at the bachelor party is recovery period but when you're 20 it's like half the time that yeah, you yeah, spent. yeah yeah exactly you're there for a week it takes you a day to recover <laughs> i'm back in form all right friday what's uh what's next up next up ben on the big board we have our beverage of the week like i mentioned earlier the lost republic bourbon they offer uh well different different styles of whiskey they have a, a rye as well that i want to try but tonight we have the bourbon yeah this is from the lost republic distilling company in hillsburg which i've never heard of california have you ever heard of that i've Hil- never hillsburg? heard hillsburg sounds like kentucky yeah i mean this is this is a new thing yeah, there's some great music. That's, that's some great California music right there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, well, I'm guessing that Hellsburg, California, is not exactly. Uh, yeah, it sounds. This sounds like appropriate music for <laughs> it's that. Probably that, like up near Mammoth or uh, probably uh, Frontier Days or whatever <laughs> they have like up there near uh, outside Mammoth. Uh, this is the straight bourbon whiskey. It's 91 proof. It's 36 months barrel aged. 75. The right or the uh, mass bill is 75 percent corn, 21 percent rye, 4 percent barley. This bourbon focuses on the subtleties and complexities of the fermentation and distillation. Innovative barrel maturation program allows the flavors of the corn and the rye to shine through. Their pure distillate, void of any flaws, ooh, void of any flaws, 
makes for an outstanding bourbon. The label is amazing. It's a California brown bear with a salmon in its mouth. So I'm guessing it is from way up north. Probably. Uh, Most likely. Yeah, the aroma is bold notes of toasted oak and apple with hints of lemon peel and allspice. The taste, biscuit, oh, Ronnie's favorite, biscuit, cherry, banana, and white pepper flavors from the grain. Complement the lighter creme brulee combination of flavors from the barrel. The mouthfeel is smooth, warming sensation that lasts forever. Uh, apparently, according to the website, uh, this bourbon is a drink in and of itself uh, for a cocktail mixture with a beginning, middle, and end. It's a perfect neat or on ice, but it makes a great base for mixing. In other words, is that like telling you you should have it with a Coke or you should have it with a old-fashioned or something of that sort? Mm-hmm. Probably. So what made you pick the Lost Republic Distilling Company from Hillsburg, uh, you know, California? I, I like to pick up, um, you know, beverages from California. You know, a lot of our beers come from California. A lot of them from San Diego. Um, bro. Bro, you know, bro. Bro. They come from San Diego, bro. bro. I, mean, I mean, if they're from San Diego, they must be like laid back, chill sort of vibes in those beers. You know, it's not hop, it's vibes. It's vibes from hanging out. You just hang out at your bro's house on the yeah, weekend. Yeah. You know, when Cody's mom isn't in town and you just, you're chilling in the jacuzzi on the back deck, yeah. looking at the Pacific sunset. Yeah, you know, like, that's where I met Becky. <laughs> Becky. <laughs> Actually, Becky sounds like like if I was born in the eighties. Becky, like and, if I went to high school in the eighties, not born. I was born in the eighties, but Hannah was also there. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah sounds like it's even before. And, so, <laughs> and Doris, Dor- Gretchen, and Cla- Claudette. Is it Claudette? In San yeah. Diego name. I'm sure it was back in the day. Uh, no, but I, d- I definitely do like to pick up uh, you know beverages from from California if I can. Uh, you know, I mean this one's uh, you know bourbon. I want to try their rye. Uh, we've had a couple others from uh, from California as well, and we had one from New York actually, from your from, yeah from Hudson near your Hudson. Uh, your hometown there. Uh, but if I can pick up something from California and I see it on the shelf and it's a decent price, I I'll go ahead and do that. And it's also the bottle. It's uh, you know the graphics are nice, like Ben mentioned. It is uh, you know the the brown bear with the salmon in its mouth, very California ish. Uh, yeah, in for its, sure. Yeah, and the style. It is funny how all of our like. Uh... Uh, you know yeah, the, bears the logos and it has like it literally has nothing to do with the the, the majority of the population <laughs> yeah. of the state. But I mean, like actually, Los Angeles is like is like what uh four almost fourteen million people in L.A. Mm-hmm. County. But there's actually a lot of wild animals yeah. running around here. I oh, mean, for it, sure. It, it's it's not it's not odd to see you know a coyote on the street or or a rabbit jumping around or a, you know a skunk walking yep. around or Raccoons. a possum raccoon. Uh, you know, lots even, of rats. Even, even, I mean, rats are very. You know? even, even bears in like La Cañada, you know, like up in oh, the hills yeah. there. I mean, you, can, you actually have bears coming down. Uh, but yeah, you, know, it's, it's you should Google not, that. Google yeah. uh, man walking with headphones sees bear. Yeah. <laughs> Did you I, see that a few years I'm ago? Sure, I'm sure. Where he was walking with his headphones on mm-hmm. and he just, he turned the corner and he wasn't paying any attention. He's looking at his phone with his headphones on mm-hmm. and a bear was standing right in front of him. It was hilarious. Yeah. And squirrels everywhere. You know, rat, I mean, it's, it's like there's, there's, you know, for, for a city with so many people. Yep. Uh, unlike, you know, New York or Chicago, which are highly populated cities, there are a lot of animals oh, for out sure. here, wild animals. Um, and it's, it's, it's not, you know, odd to see that. Like, I'm not shocked if I see a coyote, like on the street, I'm like, oh, look, there's a coyote, there's a coyote. on the street. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I used to watch when I, when I lived in, and when I lived in Silver Lake, I used mm-hmm. to watch them come down 
from the hill, yeah. you know, and they would cross right over like Hyperion Avenue towards, you know, towards sunset yeah. in the middle of the night. And they yeah. would come down every night about two o'clock in the morning. They just, exactly. I mean, you know, raccoons, raccoons for, walk the streets like they own the shit. Yeah, they do own the shit. Yeah. Don't go, don't, don't be walking don't, up on a mess, raccoon. You don't want to mess with raccoons yeah. because they have a posse. Yeah. They usually, it's not <laughs> just do. one raccoon. Whether there's one raccoon, there's, there's another three or four that's going to kick your ass. Yeah. And then we have possum. We, you know, yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, living it's, in a city wilderness. It kind of is. I mean, LA is set up a little differently from those other large cities in, uh, in the country uh, because we have uh, you know mountains and valleys so it's a lot of mountains and valleys and so you have a lot of the wild animals coming down from the mountains into the valleys or into the basin or whatever so it's not odd to see, but you know, definitely, I haven't seen a bear yet. A bear is something <laughs> yeah, I have not seen. You gotta live seen. up like Lacanada, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lacrosana. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're if you're up there, then they do yeah. they do have them. Yeah, even like yeah, the even, hills uh, of Pasadena. Yeah, yeah even uh, I, I have a, a a coworker that work that lives out in in outside Pasadena, and they see bear, deer. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you call those? Uh, the birds with the crazy colors on the. On the parrots? Uh, no, they, they have the <laughs> circular tail. Oh my god! Why am I? So, uh, uh, um, but they're 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 out there by the dozens. You know, they just sort of walk in the street. Do they live at the LA Zoo? No, <laughs> they, I guess they're they're for some reason at some point they landed there. Somebody released them there, and they've been breeding. No, but I mean they have like the uh, the parrots that were yeah they released. have the parrots. No, they have, we the, have parrots the parrots out here that, that were released from the yep. Anheuser Busch plant, like <laughs> you know back in the day. Yep. That they're still wild and they're still you know uh, mating and what the hell is the name of that bird? It's blue and green. Uh, it starts with a P. It's a uh, uh, what the oh my hell? god. I, that's what happens when you have a few. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she sends me beers. pictures of 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 deer of uh whatever. There's, like there's people yelling at us on the podcast right now from their like on their car. And they're like, like, how do you not know? <laughs> well, I haven't been to the Catskill Game Farm recently, or oh, you, to the Bronx Zoo. You haven't been? No, which is the Catskill, probably not even open anymore. But I, but I used to go to the Bronx Zoo on a fairly regular basis. Um, what is the name of that bird? Now we're this it's, is turning it's, to the Joe Rogan it's, it's, podcast. Oh, yeah, a peacock, no, a peacock, a peacock, peacock, peacock. Like, peacock. Yeah, there's like, peacocks out there because I'm thinking like you know parrot, but it can't possibly be a, pe- a peacock. But yeah, apparently there are peacocks as well, and that's something I would never expect to see in my front yard is a fucking peacock. A lot of them do. They're actually annoying out there for yeah. a lot of the residents because there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. All right, Friday, we've uh, we've sufficiently Bill Bird up this podcast. Yeah, yeah, we did. If you ever listen yeah. to the Bill Bird podcast, like I've he just like Google's random stuff like on the show, and you have to wait for him <laughs> to actually find what he's looking for. I've never listened to that podcast, but he's freaking hilarious, Which so is, it's worthwhile. Yeah, normal for me. All right, Franny, you want to give this a taste, a sniff? Yeah, let's give it. Well, cheers to you, Ben. You got your glass right there. Cheers to you. Ooh, left-handed drinking. That can't be good. Let's give it a sniff. Ooh, that's nice. It's woody. It is very woody. It's woody. Oaky. It's spicy. It does have a nice bit of spice to it. A little bit of raisin as well. I'm not getting the lemon, but I do get the spice. I'm getting a little bit of citrus. A little citrus, raisin, oaky. But also spice. There's a nice bit of spice on the nose too. It's almost like a pepper. Almost like sort a of candied spice. apple in there. There's a little bit of fruitiness as well, but this, it smells really nice. And the color is a very dark copper. It is actually a very beautiful color. And I hope it's the natural color, not added caramel color. Um, so it's almost like a reddish, orangish hue to it, which is very nice. Yeah, but it's nice. Let's give it a shot, and see how this tastes. Mm, that nose is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised for a California bourbon. That's Ooh, nice. It's man. sweet. 
but it has a lot of it's spice. It's spicy. It's got a, a nice spice finish. That spice on the finish with that woodiness. Wow. And it has that little bit of harshness that it hits you with. It's about, what, 45.5% alcohol, so it has that, yeah. that nice bit of harshness on the end. But it doesn't taste but it's like it's coming from the alcohol. It tastes like it's smooth. It's I mean, nice, yeah, it's smooth. It's, it's, it's like sweet. Harsh, it's harsh. But it's like, oh, I like that harshness, but it finishes smooth. There is also a bit of creaminess to it as well. That is good. There's a lot of creaminess in there. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, I mean, it's right got there. a nice soft mouthfeel. It's got sweetness. It's That's got what spice. she said, uh, bro. I mean, it's got a little bit of woodiness, yeah, no, graininess nice. to it on the on the palate. But that, actually, that is one of the It's actually quite better complex. Bourbons that we've had on the show, especially and it's something that wasn't even from California, not highly rated. No, I mean it, there was no ratings. I'm not sure if it's a highly rated bourbon, but bruh, usually bruh. when you go to you know Total Wine, they have a rating on some of their better bourbons, rye, scotches, whatever. Um, but this one didn't have any rating at all. I mean, the only reason I picked it up because it was from California, and, and I've seen it on Instagram. You know, other people have posted it on there, um, but you know, I figured I'd pick it up. I think it's about thirty-five dollars, somewhere around there. It's not overly priced, um, so you know, so the, the price point is you know decent and it's actually more complex than i would have expected it to wow. be and i think what helps ben i'm shocked at how good that is i mean it, it actually has everything it's got the yeah. sweetness it's got the complexity got the spice it's got a beautiful nose the to it it's got to woodiness it nice... graininess sweetness mm-hmm. and spice to it uh, mm-hmm. and it's and it's got a nice feel in the mouth and i think what helps it too is is the fact that it has been chilling on the table for a little bit i'm not sure if you would get these same flavors coming through if it was at room temperature but you know being out in about you know 60 you know 55 60 degree weather i think that does help the 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 bourbon just a little bit i think if it was if it was a little bit warmer you might get a little bit more harshness but since it is a little chilled maybe a little bit less harshness and a little bit more of the spice coming through i mean that's nice Mm -hmm. this is my after this is my post-production drink tonight this is that's how good this bourbon is has a i mean you taste it you get the woodiness but it has a nice just a nice bit of woodiness to it not not overly woody um, it's, oak, it's got a nice oakiness. Yeah, like like the the Eagle Rare. Sometimes you drink that, oh. and, it's, and it, it, it seems like there's just too much wood. Yeah, this one it's almost it's, like infused. It's with like wood. a little more subdued woodiness, but it's still there. You're yeah. still getting that oakiness with that caramel, with a little bit of that sweetness, mm, that's slight good. citrusy, raisiny notes. That's really good. Yeah, I mean a nice sweet sort of candied apple or raisin. Mm. But I love the spice on the back of the throat, though. That's really good. Mm. And actually, you know what? I'm going to pick up the rye. That's good. Uh, in the near future. That's you know, next, really good. Next week, we're going to have the Glenfiddich 12 on the show, which is which is interesting. We've never had the Glenfiddich 12. I've, I've, yeah, we had the Glen Glenlivet 12. And we've had a, other, other, a whole bunch of other, other, 12s. other 12-year-olds on the show. Uh, but the the, Glen, the Glenfiddich 12, the reason I never picked it up is because I always... You know, I was gravitated towards the Glenlivet 12. And, and so it's like I never picked up the Glenfiddich. And so I don't remember. I've, I've had it in the past, but I don't remember how it tastes. I just remember it not being as good as a Glenlivet, but that was my taste, you know. Yeah, it's funny. I think that whenever I go to the store, even to get your birthday present mm-hmm. or to look for scotches, I see the Glenfiddich line. Yeah. And I always think, well, I feel like that's like the little brother the 18, to the Glenlivet line. But the 18 but the is 18 so was so fucking good. good. Yeah. I mean, the 18 was so fucking good. And the 12, I haven't had it in years. And so I, I want to go back to it and see, you know, how it tastes. I bet it's I bet it's going to be better than you remember. Probably, probably. Uh, but I did. Are you ready to move on or no? Should we uh, Should we rate this though? Yeah. Oh, we should definitely rate this because I have a, a, a follow up question for you. Uh-huh. Been a long day so far since we started brewing. Uh, Two thirty yeah, yeah, or three thirty this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where would you rate it, friend? I would rate this. Um, 
I'll write it a nine. Actually, I'll, I'll, for a bourbon, I, I was I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Um, you know, I, you know, seeing that it wasn't rated at Total Wine, usually Total Wine has the ratings, and you expect a certain quality from whatever is rated. Whereas this one was not, but it still is quite complex on the nose. You know, the mouthfeel. I mean, it, it is it is a very good bourbon, and it's made here in California. Proud to be a Californian, Ben. Yeah, this is as good as not any bourbon we've had from you know from from down south from Kentucky. Oh, it's up but there. this it's is good. up there. I mean, this is up there. I mean, it's as it's good as anything we've had recently. Anything I've had from Whistlepig, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I w- I'm also going to give it a nine. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, well, look at that. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, this, this, I'm going to give this a nine, and uh, uh, we're going to talk about how we can uh, draw a little bit of. Uh, craftiness from this we're going to uh color the bottle you almost, uh, you almost sound like a woman on there. and we're yeah, so we're going we're going to we're going to show you how to turn this into a candelabra uh, <laughs> by drilling into the bottom of the glass uh, and putting in a tea light into the bottom of the glass it sounds like you have some experience <laughs> with this well my wife is very crafty your yeah sure, my wife sure. is very crafty your wife uh-huh uh, but i did have sure. a question for you uh sonny and i watched a television show on apple tv a while ago and we finished the entire series and now i, oh, I can finally yeah. convince franny to watch it yeah I uh, for those of you i don't, with, I don't with watch apple things. TV, yeah, very often. Yeah. yeah. But I we convinced him finally to watch a show called Ted Lasso yep. on Apple TV. Yep. And I wanted to get your take on it because I've been harping and harping and harping on you yeah. to watch the show and you finally started it. And were we right? About well, I mean, it? I've been harping on you to watch Last Kingdom. I mean, I, I, finished got, through three, I, I, I got through four episodes. I, I finished Last Kingdom like a long time ago and you haven't watched it until just recently. I know. And I, and I realized how awesome it is. Yeah. And I got four episodes in and, and Sonia's going to be making yeah, but uh, tomorrow Stanley Tucci Day. So they're going to be making Italian dinner. <laughs> So I'm gonna, I may have an opportunity to watch it's, a couple episodes. It is like Sundays now. Uh, my wife and my and my stepdaughter hey. make whatever whatever meal one of the meals from yeah. the week before. But that pizza that you guys put together, homemade dough, homemade uh, 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 tomato sauce, uh, you know, the, with the basil, and I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make homemade cheese either. But I mean, that looked. I mean, you posted. I'm sorry, you posted it on Instagram. It was really good. That looked that looked delicious. It was that looked amazing. really good. And, you know, thanks for the invite. Yeah, and with those, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I don't I mean, control the I cooking would, around here. I would have liked to have tasted that. <laughs> I don't control pizza. the cooking around here. Uh, but it was also it had the tomatoes from. Naples, Palermo from Naples. Okay. Whatever they, they, there's a, a specific type of tomato that comes from the uh, Napoli region of, uh-huh. of Italy, and they they went to some specialty place and bought the tomatoes, and it was freaking amazing. Uh, but what do you think of Ted Lasso? No, it's, I mean, it's, it's I mean I've only watched the first two episodes so far, but uh, it's 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 almost it's it's binge watchable. The only reason I didn't watch more episodes last night is because I knew I would get over here to brew a beer and I didn't want to be tired because it does take a few hours to brew the beer. Uh, but I mean, it is, it is, it is hilarious. And, oh God, what's his name? The, the, the actor on Jason the show. Sudeikis? Jason Sudeikis. I mean, Jason, I mean, he's excellent in anything, in everything that he's ever been in. And, in and, and this show, he plays a different sort of character that he doesn't yeah. usually play. And, uh, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, soccer fans, would enjoy actually sports fans in general would enjoy because a lot of there's a lot of sports fans out there that sort of poo poo soccer. Uh, I don't obviously well, I love I, I, you know I love soccer, but um, you know you it, love soccer. I, yeah, I do. You <laughs> love soccer. I'm Croatian. Yes. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> I do All love right. soccer. Yes. All right. Um, I mean, you know, the greatest 
event ever in that I've ever watched in, as far as sporting events are concerned is Croatia going to the final of the World Cup. That's Against like France, the, that's yeah. like the top, top. Oh, for sure. No, yeah, I, yeah. and I loved no, no. that World but, Cup, but I don't know if I. I no, I love. Soccer. I love high no, level I, soccer. No, oh, high level soccer. No, yeah. high level soccer. Obviously, you don't. I don't watch low level basketball or low level. I don't watch. You know, you're not watching the G division League? Division three football. <laughs> I'm not out there. Well, yeah. Appalachia State does okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, they're okay. Yeah, they're not bad. <laughs> Blue Mountain State's not bad. <laughs> Blue Mountain. Actually, that's probably a real thing. <laughs> well, Blue Mountain State was also from a TV show on HBO. I think it was HBO back in the day. But no, Ted Lasso, excellent show, and I can't wait to watch the rest. I it's one season so far, so I've watched yeah. the first two episodes. So I think there's more, like eight more episodes to go. But the actors, you know, like the the roles that they play. You know, like Nathan or whatever, like that. That dude's hilarious on the show. But I mean, the, oh, the assistant, the assistant, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the, the the show is 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 great for Apple TV. Yeah, and it's essentially a a woman who owns or a, a couple that owns a football club in the in outside London or in somewhere in somewhere in the United Kingdom. Well, it's it's, in it's like a fake Premier League, yeah, fake team. Premier League team. And she, you know, she divorces her husband and she gets the team and she's determined to crush and ruin the team uh, because she believes that it will upset her husband. So she hires a football, a college football coach and he, he from was, the U.S. to come and coach and was, the soccer team. A Division two. Yeah, like Division two. It was like, uh, the, was it, was, is it Wichita State Shockers? I mean, they're, you know, they're better known for their basketball yeah. uh, uh, successes. Well, not much. I mean, they usually are in the tournament uh, every year, not this year. But, you know, he, he was like a Division two football coach who you know, brought prominence to that team. And then he was brought over to destroy basically that soccer team in the premier league so that she can get back at her husband. Yeah. yeah. See, this is how entertainment, how entertainment can change your life. I didn't know what relegated even meant until I watched this show. Uh, and, and, and when I was watching it, I thought, why don't they have that in the NFL? Like if you're, you know, the, the New York jets at some point you should be on the bubble. Like we're, we have another team that's ready to come in and take your place in the in the AFC East, and you're going to have to stay down in the developmental league for a couple of years until you prove that you can come back up in the bigs. Mm-hmm. But we don't do that here. Uh, but I mean, how often is a team relegated from the Premier League or one of these big leagues over there, where they're essentially taken out of the league and replaced by another team? Uh, I mean, I mean, for you know, for for the larger teams that have more money, not that often. Um, but then you have. Was it Newcastle? I can't remember exactly who it was. You know, it was like one of those larger teams that did get relegated. You know, occasionally it does happen where one of those big teams does drop down into the second division. And usually the next year they come up because they're still, they still have good players. They still have a lot of money. Um, but, you know, it, it happens not very often. I mean, it's usually the, the lower level teams that are sort of battling each other at those lower spots trying to make it into, you know, the big league. And do you think that works better than what we do here? I mean, in other words, I mean, in a, I, in a just, league where you have where you have just, profit I mean, sharing like the NFL, you can suck and still be a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, but it's 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 just the way sports are set up in Europe compared to the U.S. You know, in the in the U.S., um, it's it's like a, basically a franchise, whereas over there, they're, they're not franchises. I mean, they're 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 teams that are, I don't know, they're they're located in that particular city. You're not going to see. You know, Manchester United moved somewhere else. I mean, they're they're Manchester United. They're they're in Manchester. That's who they are. Uh, but they could be relegated to a lower league. Whereas we have college sports. They don't have college sports where they have these players. So, I mean, we, we watch our lower league is basically college, and then they go into the professionals. Whereas over there, they have they don't have college. Their developmental leagues are basically that second or third tier divisions that move 
into oh, you know, okay. better. Yeah, so it's, it's the setup is just you know completely different. Yeah, I'd just be interested. Like, should the Pirates still have a team? Like, <laughs> is there another baseball city out there that could replace the Pirates? Or, for example, could someone else replace the New York Jets? As much as I love my New York Jets, or one of these other, or the Detroit Lions. I mean, do, do they? You know, after after so many seasons of being below 500, you know, why don't we bring in the Ann Arbor the Argonauts into the league instead? But the Lions could move. The Lions, they don't need to stay in Detroit. They can move elsewhere, you know, just like Baltimore, you know, just like the one Indianapolis Colts, Baltimore Colts, uh, you know, the Lakers, you know, moving from Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I mean, they're, you know, they're, and they're originally from or, Buffalo. Or in Buffalo. And or no, it was the, uh, the Clippers were, I think oh. the, the Clippers were Buffalo and then with San Diego. Oh, right, then, right, right. Uh, the Buffalo Braves or whatever they were. And so they, they kind of move around, whereas in Europe, they stay in the same place, but they have those secondary and 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 even the third tier leagues, um, you know, where players sort of come up from, whereas we have the colleges that players move up from and become professional. See, I learned something from Apple TV. Yeah, there you are. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, are our, bless you, beers. I just sneezed. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> our beers of the oh, week. Oh, I we can't wait. We have two of, of them. Beers. We have, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try um, the Made West IPA first, and then we have the Knee Deep uh, Brewery Company uh, Lupulin River uh, IPA, too. All right. So, so a couple of IPAs. We'll be right back with our beers, plural, of the week. All right, we got the uplifting <laughs> intro music right there. That bumper is really Just nice. I love that bumper. It, keep it upbeat. And so we have Not our beers of the week. And uh, Ben, we have from Made West. Uh, what, what did I do with the can? Oh, there's the can right there. Actually, we borrowed that can right there, Ben. So we'll try the Made West first, and we'll try the Knee Deep after that. So the Made West Anniversary Double India Pale Ale. Uh, it is a very nice can. Looks like it was, I mean, done at the, you know, like at a smaller brewery where they kind yeah, of just wrap sure. the can and, uh, you know, you know, whatever. I don't know how they print graphics on, you know, cans like Coors or whatever the fuck it is. Hey, I um, watched them you, printing you, baseball bats yeah, the other you, day. You can so tell. You, I mean, you can, can do tell. anything these days. You can tell. It's just, it's a small brewery where they bought these cans secondary and then they had the labels printed elsewhere and they just kind of wrap it on there. Um, uh, but this is from right up the road in Ventura County. Uh, one of my, my buddies at work, a really good friend, uh, Kim, who loves beer. Uh, she got me this one. I did. I did. Um, she did try, try one of our, a few of our, um, the last beers that we brewed, uh, the cream ales, and she was very happy with those. She's like, you know what? I owe you a beer. And so I'm like, fine, whatever. Give me as much alcohol as yeah. you want. I don't care. <laughs> Get me a scotch. Here's the keys to my car. Get me a scotch, Kim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about a 25 year? <laughs> I, I, I have doubt about it. Hey, if you want to throw it out there, I'll take it. Yeah, might tell you something <laughs> if she gets you a 25 year. What's going on? No, no, but you know, she's uh, she's a really good friend and she loves beer and she loves Made West. And uh, this is uh, a beer that she uh, that she gifted us for the podcast. Yeah, can't wait to taste it. This is from Made West up in Ventura, as Franny said. It's a West Coast style IPA showcasing tropical cutting edge hop varieties. A light malt base of two row wheat and a touch of Pilsner provide a platform for a complex bouquet of pineapple, papaya, mango and candy like stone fruit. And citrus oh, tones. The stone fruit. <laughs> the stone fruit. <laughs> Rock fruit, bro. This IPA has a mellow bitter 
bitterness and a smooth, pleasant, dry finish. The hops are El Dorado, Citra, 07270, Ukanat, and Eureka, exclamation point. The ABV is 6.9%. The IBU is 55, so not too bitter. Uh, it comes in a four-pack, shipped to California only, and... This is something that Franny and I have been looking forward to for a long time. Uh, we had another beer or another IPA from Made West some time ago. Yeah, we, we did. I'm, I'm not sure which you. one we tried, uh, but this is our second offering. And thank you so much for, for to, to Kim for gifting us this awesome IPA to you try know, she felt on the bad. show. She felt bad, too, because I was Why? like, no, no, because like she's like, here, you know, like, here, try this beer. She didn't realize it would be for the podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try this on our podcast. And she's like, oh, man, I didn't get your buddy one. I'm like, it's all right. It's, I mean, we usually only have one it's, anyway. It's, 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 it's a one pint. You never finish the beer. I mean, the can is one pint as it is. So, I mean, there's definitely enough beer to go around. Uh, but it is, it is, it is basically, I mean, it, I taste it. You actually drink the entire can. So, I mean, you get, you get most of it. But I just want to try it. I just want to try different styles of beer. Yeah, he has a beer spittoon. <laughs> the first ever beer spittoon in the history yeah. of spittoonery. Bing. Bing. All right, Franny, you want to give it a sniff? Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to look for the other Made West that we had. I'm just looking at our uh, Instagram right here to see which one it was, but I can't find it. But I know we did have another Made West uh, on the podcast in the past, and I just can't find it. But you know, th- we've never we've never had this one, so let's give this one a shot. Made West, thank you very much, Kim, for uh, for gifting us let's this see. beer. Let's see. Yeah, and we're looking at the different varieties that they have. And I mean, all of them come in very beautiful cans. Actually, none, of these, none of these, none of, of these names. I think it was it was a it was a green can. I think it was a green. No, yeah, no. Keep on going down. Keep on going down. Um, I just don't recognize any of these names. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of them. I think, what, oh, they have a Rambler. Wait, what's their green can? Do they have a green can? They don't. I think they used to, but these are all oh, the new okay, labels. So the new, oh, okay. The I labels used to exactly. be much more simple. Yeah. And I think these are all brand new designs for the cans. Artsy fartsy. Um, sort of can the name none of these names are 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 peaking my memory yeah no, I, just remember, I, th- I thought it was a greenish can a, it a, was a green and it a white was. can it was I just I don't know which because they sell it at Total Wine I think we picked it up that one time uh, but cheers to you Ben you're drinking out of a shot glass I'm drinking out of a shot I don't want to mess up with too many glasses but I, I know I'm not going to drink too much of it anyways but cheers oh you to might you. want to it smells really nice Ooh, it actually does smell it's like a nice light hoppy limey lemony Citrusy. You know what would help a, a drop of uh, lime a juice in here? This has a, this, it smells like it has a little bit of lime uh, just juice. Just a little it. bit of lime juice in your tequila, please. Damn, that smells really good. Oh, that's nice. That is it's nice clean. One. It's it's crisp. It is a nice crisp. It's. I would want a little bit more. Crisp. It does have a nice bit of crispness to it. I mean, it's it's a nice light IPA. It's not overly hoppy. But it's like a, a citrusy, hoppy sort of flavor to it. But it's light. But this it's a nice wet IPA. I mean, it's, it's got a it's nice not, flavor. Not not, and it's not uh, bitter. It's not overly bitter. It has a little bit of bitterness on the finish, but not too much. Doesn't leave you with a little bit of that dry mouth that you mm-hmm. get from some IPAs. Yeah, I know. Uh, does Not too bitter. Only about a 55. Yeah. But it's got that nice citrus. It's got a nice, deep flavor profile, but also crisp and also clean and also very fresh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Take another sip there. That's good. That is actually very good. I mean, that is IPA. a summer IPA, and you know, it's it's the the brewery is not too far away from where she works. 
or we work. I don't usually go out there, but you know, she goes I'm out too there. good <laughs> to go that far away to work. Just so yeah, you know, listeners, I don't want to go that far. I don't want to go that far. It's, it's, you know, we, we don't send our best people out there. <laughs> no, she's better than I am. <laughs> she's she's much better than I am. I just have more seniority. Um, but now she she actually loves. I mean, she loves beer in general. So she 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 could probably teach us a few things about beer. I mean, she'll order stuff like special order beers that you can't usually find in stores. She's like, uh, you know, like that foodies. She's a beery, a beery. <laughs> She's a beery. She there's got to be a name for that, right? Like her, a beer expert. She loves her IPAs. She loves these bitter beers, and uh, you know, it, it's funny because you know, right before she goes to lunch, she'll be like, she'll she'll be looking for stuff online, maybe not on the company's time. <laughs> right before she Definitely goes, right not. when she clocks Nobody out, goes online right when on she, company time. Right when she clocks out, she's not actually on the job. And then she looks for beers that she likes. And But this was one that she does enjoy. And she said, here, give it a shot. She didn't know it would be on the podcast, but here it is. And it is this is a very good IPA. I, I like mean, this one. It's very fresh. It's, it's, it's perfect very for clean. the summer months. Yeah, too. very, yeah. but also has enough bitterness but also a little bit of a sweetness, a little bit of a citrus, you know, hoppiness to it that that makes it refreshing for yeah. an IPA. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of, I love IPAs, but they do leave you with that sort of dry, dryness in your or mouth. A little bit of a sometimes overly bitter and maybe undercarbonated. This one, I wish maybe had a little bit more carbonation. Has enough. It has enough carbonation. You don't say. <laughs> yeah, you know how I am with my carbonation. Uh, you know, I wish I had just a little bit more, but that light. You, you need a beer soda stream. But just a light citrusy, hoppy flavor to it. I mean, around the pool, sitting in the summertime, this is something you could drink for long periods of time. And uh, the ABV, it's 8%. It actually does not taste like it's 8% alcohol, which is another thing that she enjoys is strong beers. Um, well, but, get your money's worth. Yeah, you get your money's worth. You, just, you drink one. You know, and and you that's it. That's all you need. But no, this is very good. Thank you very much, Kim, for yeah, offering again the Thurston Gold podcast, me and Ben, this beer. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, Kim. Look forward to meeting you and all of your beer expertise. I know. She, she could teach us a few Yeah, things. we'll have uh, Kim at our next beer gathering <laughs> over here. Our, uh, our taste test. Our post-corona beer party that we'll have like on a Friday when we don't do the podcast. I know, damn. And then Franny and I will be... You know, Saturday, sort of doing the podcast from Barca loungers on <laughs> Saturday, tired and hungover. Uh, but Friday, how would you rate this beer? You know, I'd rate this um, because it likes just a little bit of carbonation, just oh a little bit, God. just a little bit of crispness. I still do enjoy the beer. I'd, say, I'd give it an eight out of ten. Oh, good. Lord. I'm going to give it a nine because it's that good. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. But a nine. Because it's that fresh, too. No, it, well, it's not. Yeah, well, it's, it's it probably wasn't brewed that long ago. It's not that far away. It's not. Well, that's true, but it could be sitting in a warehouse for a yeah, while. It could, it could, but you know, I mean, this this was probably like pulled out of the warehouse by Kim. She's like, "Give me my shit." Yeah, she probably went there, bark, you know, backed her car up to the dock, <laughs> and hey, Tony, get me my Made West, whatever the name of this was, Made West Anniversary Double India Pale Ale. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, Friday. What is the other beer that we have on tap the tonight? The other beer that we have is a highly rated beer from Knee Deep Brewing Company, the Lupulin River. It won a silver medal somewhere. It, not gold. Not gold. Well, I mean, it's like the United States in the Summer Olympics. <laughs> it's, it's, this is the Lupulin Depending River. Depending on the sport. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is from the Knee Deep Brewing Company in Auburn, California, I want to say. 
I think so. Another California. Look at that. Yeah. All another over California. California beer. Look at that. Our our bourbon of the week or our beverage of the week from California. Our first beer option from California. This other beer, California. Yeah, we're just trying to let the rest of the country know. You'll represent. You know, the rest of the country. You know, whatever you think of California, you know, we're not exactly on everybody's top 10 list right now, but there's a lot more to California than whatever you think is to California. We had a great bourbon from the, you know, from the wilderness up in Northern California, a great beer from north of Los Angeles, and now a beer uh, from the northern part of California, where there's a lot more to California than whatever you think it is. Yeah. We have a tapestry of liquor and beer establishments and breweries Actually, and distilleries out here. There is one not too far from here, uh, right around from the 818 Brewery. That we've had a beer for, in the, uh, that, that we've sampled a beer from in the past. There's actually one right around the corner there, where I can pick up fresh beer. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, man, that that it, it looks I, I, like because Yelp actually hit, like they sent me an email uh, because we're starting to open things up, um, you know, as as far as dining options, and that was one of the options right there. It was a brewery. It was like a garden brewery in nearby eight one eight. Oh, very nice, yeah, right around the corner. I, I was can't like, Damn, wait. They to have tra- two yeah. breweries. Yeah, because we had right one down the road. from the San Fernando Brewing Company. Now we had the 818. 818. Yeah, we had the Growler. Fernando. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty awesome. I'm yeah. going to have to get a growler from there. Yeah, let's get some growlers. And it looks like some nice hazy IPAs, too. Ooh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, this is a double IPA. This is the Lupulin. Oh, no. The other one was a double. This is a Lupulin River Imperial IPA. Oh, it is a double. This double IPA includes Mosaic and Simcoe hops. Oh, got to be more bitter. Uh, South American specialty malt and tons of tastiness. Looks like liquid gold. Smells like a bright tropical fruit pine forest. And taste like all that and more. The malts are specialty. The hops are Mosaic and Simcoe. The color is liquid gold. The 15.5 gallon keg. Well, funny. I mean, what are you just going to can? I mean, come on now. Sorry. I, the, I can, <laughs> the keg was pretty heavy, man. The original gravity is Plato, whatever that means. Uh, bittering units, ask Dean. What is that even supposed to mean? I want to know what the number is. You have to ask Dean. Call Dean. <laughs> what Dean? All right, Dean. I mean, come on. Uh, alcohol by volume, 8%. Oh, two nice, hoppy, and high ABV beers. But I'm going to guess, this given also 8%. The, wow. All right. the hops, uh, this is going to be a little bit, I'm going to guess that the that the IBU is somewhere around 70 on this one. I'm going to guess. You're going to guess? All right. All right. All right. You want to give it a sniff? Let's give it a sniff. Ben, cheers to you. Let's try our other beer of the night. We only have five more. <laughs> Oh, nice piney nose, but not it much does. else. It, is, it has a nice pininess to it. Nice, there's a bit of hoppiness, a little bit of citrusy nose, but you get that nice bit of pine. I love pine. And I know when I read that, yeah. I was like, Franny's going to like this. Yeah, I like pine. Pine usually means crisp. <laughs> crisp. I'm just going to get you a soda stream. It does. I I mean, can we pour stream. this through the soda stream just to add carbonation to it? Maybe. Maybe. Let's give it a shot. That way, at least you have the flavor, but also you get so the you carbonation got, yeah, you, you get want. Carbonation on top of carbonation. A carbonation. Well, give it a shot. Blow up. All right, cheers. Oh yeah, that's got more bitterness. It's but not only that, it's got the pininess, and it has the, it has some crispness. It has it has carbonation and crispness. It has those fine bubbles in it. You can really taste it. Like pinch the back of your throat. A little bit. More. That's exactly right. Christmas. This one has a little bit more Christmas than that Made West. The Made West was good. It was a little bit lighter, a little bit more, I'd say citrusy, 
but this one is more piney and that's good it's good that is a very good beer and i see now why it was very highly rated why it won a silver medal not a gold i don't know i'm not sure what the gold medal winner was yeah this beer said come after me i'm a man i'm 40 yes that's a good beer it really does hit you right away at the back of the tongue it has that bitterness that it hits you with and it finishes up with that piney sourness too it's just it's got a little, little bit dryness. of sourness to it it's a little bit drier little dry, than the other one that we tried yeah. uh, it's kind of nice i like I mean, the nice piney. I, like the pine. I mean and we like that that i still go back to that beer with the the rut, the with the, rut house with the pine cone on the label the yeah. brown the yeah. nice brown bottle from bavaria or from it was, it was austria yeah, yeah. germany it was a rut house rut house I don't, I, but I that exactly. one I, it always sticks in my mind yeah like, but this one has more pininess to it i love pine i love the sourness i love bitterness in a beer this one has that nice bit of pininess it's like you know drinking reminds a forest. Me of, uh, you know, the, one of those really good IPAs he had at, like, the local peasant in Sherman Oaks, California. Uh, when it first opened up, they had a couple of them. And this reminds me of – it was, like, a local one. But this was – this reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. This is – this is – but I, I like the fact that it is – it's a full-bodied beer, too. There's It has has a little bit of thickness to it, too. It's not as, oh, as light. nice. It's a very – it's a nice quality beer with the right flavors that I'm looking for in an, in an IPA. Just, I mean, when you think of IPA, this is an IPA. Yeah. Maybe more piney than some other IPAs, but I like piney notes in my beer. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we're going to get some piney notes for our first round. So Simcoe, Carson Wentz, So IPA. Simcoe, Simcoe Hops, and Mosaic. So we'll definitely go with Mosaic and, and Simcoe Hops. If we can get I'm not piney, sure which one gives you the pine. If we can get pineiness and uh, like a sour finish. So you get those pine... And then it finishes with a little bit of yeah. Sour I'll uh, I'll too. research which hops uh, give you that pi- those piney notes, and maybe yeah. we'll plant some, let them grow. Yeah, you know what's and funny? Then dry them out. It's funny because you know, like today when we were brewing our beer, uh, you know, they have those little packets with the pellets of uh, it looks of like the little hop. hamster pellets. It looks like little hamster like something you feed to your rabbit. But and and you don't need that much because it's it's fine. It's ground up, and it's you know one ounce of whatever type of uh, hop that was. To get one ounce of hop out of a vine, <laughs> you have to you have to pour in a lot to get that same sort of flavor. I mean, you have to basically pull off the entire vine. I mean, you have to grow up. You have to grow a lot of the hop on a vine. So how do you do it? Same. You grow it and then you press it. No, you just basically throw it in fresh. I mean, you throw it in there fresh, but it, instead of just like a little pouch, it's basically a bucket full. Into the a bucket full into the bucket that it, we already have boiling into the into the boiling yeah exactly because I've seen it like they, on on Northern Brewer they actually have a video oh the fresh hops to get to, to get the fresh hops the actual fresh hops that you pick off the vine I mean you basically have to throw in a whole bucket of that stuff because it's it's not you know finely ground and you know in, it's not in pellet form you basically put in that whole fresh you know uh, hop do they have in like there. a conversion chart. I wonder. Yeah, probably. Like two probably. pounds of fresh hops yeah. equals you know, like a, a quarter ounce. of an ounce yeah. of of compressed yeah. hops. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 otherwise we'd have a beer that tastes really because piney. Is, yeah, because <laughs> it is so finely, you know, compressed in in those little pellets. Whereas if you actually grab it off the vine, you need a lot of that fresh stuff to throw in there. To throw in there. So what you're saying is we have to get a larger. Uh, boiling pot. No, I, I just like think a we, crawfish boil pot. I, I think we should just probably not grow it and just buy the pellets. <laughs> I think that's a little easier. You know, <laughs> hops are nice to grow, but uh, you need a lot of them. 
All right, maybe we'll do two. Maybe I'll have a pot, and Franny will have a pot, and he can use his compressed hops, and I'll use the grown hops, mm. and I'll make a much smaller that is really batch. Good. That yeah, is really it's really good. Yeah, knee deep brewing. We've never, we've never had anything from knee deep. I mean, it's brewing, got a nice crisp really mouthfeel, but also a nice bitterness, a mm. nice pininess, yeah, and a beers. nice like citrus. But but it never lets you forget that it's a beer, that it's an IPA. Yeah. It, it doesn't overwhelm you with the citrus, the the pine, uh, to take so much away from the beer that you end up with like a rattler or something yeah. like that. Where well, you where'd you write this, Ben? I'm sorry, our Made West that we just had and the Knee Deep. Let's let's go with the Made West. Where would you rate the Made West on our? Thurston Goal rating scale of beers. As Franny would say, uh, like I said before, uh, I would give that. An, <laughs> I would give we, it, we repeat ourselves a lot. We repeat it. ourselves a lot. I don't usually get these opportunities though, so this is nice. Like I said before, I'm going to give it uh, as I've a mentioned. Nine, as I've a, mentioned in the past, a nine. Uh, you gave it for the uh, Midwest. Yeah, and you for the Midwest, I would give the Midwest an eight. <laughs> yes, yes, you you are, and you did <laughs> give it an eight. Did, I, did, we, did we do yeah. it? We did it already. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm laughing. Okay, I, I have no my, idea. I, I see the numbers here on the because uh, uh, I, I see like I see F and B right there, <laughs> and I'm like, it looks like we haven't done it yet. But I didn't realize that there's numbers there. Okay, so I gave it the same rating, but with this other beer that we it would have been not, way more hilarious if you that, gave it a, it, a different rating. Yeah, so an eight for that. But this beer from uh, Knee Deep Brewing. You want me to write another F or B? No, nah, that, I, I think it's fine. You're, you're confusing me, Ben. Right now, you're really confusing me with the F. I'm, <laughs> I'm confusing you by writing down what you said previously. How I thought, dare I? I How thought, dare I write I thought, down? I thought that the was rating for, that you gave me 20 minutes. I ago. thought I seriously. I thought that, that was for the beverage. Are, is that for the beverage of the week or the shot of the week? Are you? Sure, because I only see the brown is nine and nine. This is for the what about uh, the shot? The shot? Oh, the shot! I don't write down because oh, okay. we don't rate it. We just we did. We did. We always rate it on the show, but we don't. I, I don't, oh, don't actually put it, it on the. Uh, oh, okay. The rating on there because so, all of our shots are good. Yeah, you know, I'm not okay. going to rate our own shit. We, we should. All of our shit is good. We should. Uh, but yeah, so this one is for the, the, yeah, because I'm, the I'm, bourbon. I'm looking this at one your, is for I'm the first your, beer. I'm looking at your paper right there. I'm like, <laughs> I see the first. That's the shot rating, and then the beverage rating, and then the third one. I'm like, I'm guessing it's the beer. Oh, so there you go. Well, I so guess at least not. you gave it the same rating. Oh, I'm I'm glad that I didn't change I give it that a up. six. I give it a six. <laughs> that was despicable. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was. I would say that's an eight, but this this one, I would give this a ten. This is yeah. probably up there with even that Pliny for president that we oh, had. It's back. We had. It's back. By the is way, it back. Yeah, yeah. Are we uh, the Pliny the Elder? Are we is electing? Back. Are we electing a new president? <laughs> Pliny the Elder is back. It I, is. I, I would I would definitely elect that beer as president. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to give it, I am going to give it a nine. No. Tens are hard to come by this, for this guy. This is, I mean, you can taste the quality in this beer. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm not saying, you know, both beers aren't, but this one is, I mean, it has everything that I'm looking for. It has the nice piney finish. It has that nice, nice like hearty mouth feel, you know, it's that, that nice thickness to it. Uh, all right. It's not light. I mean, this easy, one's a little bit light. Easy, easy <laughs> I mean, there. That's what she said. Easy and, uh, there. And I just love that that bitter piney finish and that crispness and those little bubbles that pinch the back of your throat with the carbonation. Very good beer. The most erotic rating that we've had for a beer on the show so far. Where's the sound effect? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can find that sound effect. (laughs) I think we need that one. I think we need that one. Oh. There's a. Yeah. That's that's what this beer tastes like. Well, that's what Franny used to bet on uh, football before. Uh, it cost before I started losing hundreds every bet. and hundreds of yeah, dollars to exactly. me. Exactly. 
That was a lot of money in that one week. Two weeks. Two-week period that I lost. Well, Friday only bets on the favorites. He yeah. only bets on the favorites. Yeah, he only win. takes the sure things. Yeah. I've been trying to get this guy into Bitcoin and Cardano and some other things for the last few weeks. And I gotta I just save my money for can't uh, get him to do it. I gotta save my money for other things. I'm not saying <laughs> take moment. your whole portfolio. I'm, I'm, not just, I'm talking about that, a tiny percent. I need every single nickel. Right I, now. Need every, I need every single nickel to earn zero percent interest in my bank account. Hey. That's where it needs to be. Hey. hey. Looking for property. <laughs> I'm looking for I'm looking. I'm looking for property, man. I got a donkey. I got a, a side satchel. I'm looking for uh, some 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 livestock and some plowing machinery. I need to get my farming machinery. Now, hey, but we've talked about this also in the past on the podcast, though. I remember, it was, I don't know which podcast it was, but there's a lot of cheap land all over the U.S. I mean, we could buy acres of land in Northern California, Southern Oregon, you know, and just 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 like have like three acres of land, just like for the oh, hell for of sure it. in the Dakotas, just just go over on the there, East Coast, especially you know, pitch a tent in the summer and the winter, whatever. You know, go shooting, whatever. I mean, it's like there's so much land out there for like ten thousand bucks. Me and you, Ben, we could go out there. We that could be like our, our see, you know, our plot. We could I, do a we could do a podcast I would, in the middle uh, of nowhere. You'll have to talk to your uh, to your cousin who is my wife. <laughs> She's not always. Uh, yeah, we could we'll find, do that for we'll, sure. We'll, we'll find a nice little stream. Well, you're married. It complicates things. We'll find a nice little stream for uh, her. But you can, you could buy. Man, you could buy acres and acres and acres. Yeah, of land you could go no to North money. Dakota, South Dakota, yeah. Northern, Wyoming. Well, Northern California is a little expensive. Wyoming, Wyoming, is actually, Wyoming is actually one of the most open, yeah. progressive in terms of uh, not politics, but in terms of what you're allowed to do there. Yeah. In terms of building uh, new de- technology. New ideas, new stuff. Wyoming is strangely becoming like a hub for. Man, Wyoming is beautiful, by the new way. New stuff, but Idaho, Montana. I mean, there's there's a lot of areas where we can buy a, like a nice chunk of land and just uh, you know, just relax. You know, go shoot skeet. I am perfectly fine with that. You'll have to talk yeah. to your cousin. About I'll talk it. to her. I'll talk to her. I, I I mean, I think land is something that you you know. Why would you not you know? Purchase it. I can just purchase a. This is my piece of America. Yeah. Well, and it's you know who knows what will happen in the future. Yeah. You know, I mean, if 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 things do get bad for some reason, if California becomes uninhabitable or Florida becomes uninhabitable or some other part of the country becomes uninhabitable, they have to go to other places. Exactly. And if you have the land in Wyoming, and they're like, well, I got to have a place to live. Now that land in Wyoming, all of a sudden, is very valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, I spent a lot of time on Zillow looking at that shit. But anyways. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, this is the, you know, you live in Los Angeles. You're like, you want to have land in Los Angeles. You want to be here. But do you really get away from everything for a week? Like, I would never want to have a piece of property in Wyoming. But, you know, it's not like Wyoming is a pretty badass. But it's not like we're at the Philharmonic every weekend. Like, you know, you live in Los Angeles or New York City. It's like, like, if you're a millionaire and you're making use of the place that you live, like if you live in Los Angeles and you're paying the, the, you're sitting in traffic and you're paying the, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the high property values and all that, you know, but are you really making use of, of where you live? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could live in Florida, not that I don't want to live, but you could get a place on a beach in Florida. My, my brother lives on the beach mm-hmm. in a mid Atlantic state, literally on the beach. His front yard is in fact a yard and then the beach mm-hmm. and his rent is $1,200 and he has a house. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So, yeah, it would be great to live in Malibu, but 
if you don't have the money to live in Malibu and then go to the, the plays and the restaurants and the, all of the things, are you really making use of the area that you live in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when we go to Croatia, we don't, you know, we don't go to the most tourist, you know, crazed part you know, laid back. of Croatia, but it's A no less back. beautiful. And it, it gives me what I need. I Coastal go to the area. I go to the bar. I go to the, the to yes. the cafe. Exactly. I go to the grocery store. I go home. I sit in front of the ocean. But that's why I'm there. Yeah, I don't need to be German, in Dubrovnik paying 10 times German as much. German tourists uh, lounging out on the beach uh, with their breasts exposed and they're usually not the best looking. But, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, that's, that's, that's that area of Croatia. But, you know, it's it's nice. It's laid back and, and you're still on the beach. But it's hard to separate in, in people's minds, I think, what they believe they're doing from what they are actually are, in fact, doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are like, I would never leave Los Angeles. Like, Okay. Oh, I mean, if you're at the play, you know, if you're making use of all of the things that are in Los Angeles, yeah, I get that. If you're, you know, at the Getty every weekend and you're at the plays and you're, you have a, a subscription to the taper and you have a subscription over here and over there. Okay. Well, yeah, now you're, you're really living it up in LA. But if you're just a normal person living in Los Angeles, paying crazy property values, you're just the same. why wouldn't you be in Wyoming for a fraction of the price doing the same exact thing? But being able to spend your money on something else. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like, you know, we have what we have here, but then you want to take a week off, just get away from your Wi-Fi, from any sort of uh, news that's happening. You just go relax for a week in the wilderness. You don't have to convince me. Yeah. So. I mean, I would absolutely, I would absolutely love to have a piece of property somewhere you know, near a lake or a mountain, well, a lake in Wyoming, get a lake and a mountain, yeah. you know, where you can just go and chill, hang out, relax, do a couple podcasts, shoot, skeet. Uh, shoot, skeet, you know, yeah, you know, get some, get some plates from Ikea, go swimming, just throw them up in the air <laughs> and just shoot them. Uh, but you can also go see, you can you go swimming. You can do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And it's not, that's upcoming. It's our, a, our uh, land grab hey, podcast. I'm perfectly fine with it. I have, I have absolutely no, because way know, off topic, it, it is, it is. But I mean, who could I me? Mean, I mean, if you're coming to Los Angeles right now and you're trying to buy a home, like an actual home with a yard, you know, what percentage of the population can even afford that? We couldn't mm-hmm. afford to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah. So that's a whole different podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, coming up next week, the Redfin Zillow podcast with Frane and Ben. We are going to go and through. Julia. Well, Julia, we are going to go through and we're going to look at some homes in our area and say, what? <laughs> that much? Are you $739,000. Are you insane? Yeah. And that's a, that's a decent price. And that's actually a cheap price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, folks. Thank you all for listening to our rambling on for two well, I'm hours. I'm sure there's a lot of people that agree with us. Like, I mean, home prices and, and rent prices are just increasing at astronomical levels that are ridiculous. Well, yeah, nobody can answer the why question. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Like, I asked, some, like, I'm like, so you, we have to stay here. Why? <laughs> but they can't answer the why piece of it. And the why piece of it really is, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go somewhere else. I'm afraid to take a chance. I'm afraid to get out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It, it's not really that that people are taking advantage. Because how many people could take advantage of a city like L.A. or New York or even Chicago? And I mean, you can't really take advantage of a city like that unless you have a significant income. But you can take advantage of Wyoming or Florida or Tennessee, 
if you have a moderate income. Uh, all right, we are a show about football <laughs> fun, friends. We are a fo- we are a football <laughs> and drinking podcast. Yeah. We also talk we're, about we're also going to we're going uh, to take three percent of your sale price pretty soon because Friday and I are going to be in the real estate business next week. It'll be the the Remax with Friday and Ben. A show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstinggold.buspower.com. Yeah, nobody's probably listening. Yeah, Anyways, you can so get yeah. subscribed to our website. Yeah, you can listen to all the past episodes. You can check out our show notes. You get links to all the stories that we cover and all the browns, beers, scotches, and bourbons that we review. It links to all the podcatchers in the universe and download the show and leave a review. How many stars, Franny? Five stars, Ben. Leave us a five, five stars. stars. Yes. Pound it. Crush it. Bash it, throw your phone up against the wall. Email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. You can follow amazing, our amazing Twitter account at goal. Oh, sorry, Instagram account at thirstand and my average See? Twitter account. You have account. it written in front of you and you messed up. <laughs> exactly. I didn't have it written in front of me before. That's true. That's true. And on Twitter at goal thirst and check out all Frane's amazing photography we're going to nft all that stuff send it out on the blockchain and make millions and millions of dollars yes that is the goal (laughs) (laughs) all right anything else to add before we thank you so very much everybody for listening if you've gotten this far thank you so very much yeah if you've gotten this far send us an email at podcastersandgoal at gmail.com i want to know we want to know who made it this far yeah. into the show. Yeah. If you made it this far into the show, Franny and I barely made it yeah. this far <laughs> into the show. So we would love to know if you made it this far, please either send a direct message on Twitter at Goldthirst, send a direct message DM on uh, DM. That's what, sorry. You're, that's what the kids are saying these slide days. Slide into Franny's <laughs> DMs on at Thirstand on Instagram or shoot us an email uh, which Email. is probably That's like, so old school, it's like man. Come on. is that Send even a real fax? Is that even a real thing <laughs> at podcast? There's the goal at gmail.com. Uh, but please, if I mean, seriously, that's Friday brings up a good point. If you've made it this far into the show, we would love to hear from you and hear why you made it this far into the show and what we did to keep you uh, listening this long, because we truly appreciate you and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you next week.